The days are warming up and summer joy is on the rise. It's time to shine with Black-owned products from Target. Adulting is all about self-care and we are all about skin care down to the kitchen table on getting grown. So make sure you're protecting that melanin glow with some Black Girl Sunscreen, honey. One of my personal faves. Humidity proof your hair with Myel Organics Sculpting Custard and stay hydrated in the summer. Heat with Defy Water. When you invest in yourself, you're investing in what's next for the Black community. You and the community together are Black beyond measure. Staying active and moving that body yaddy yaddy around is essential for our health. From the makers of Gatorade, Propel is the only zero-calorie, zero-sugar fitness water among national enhanced water brands with enough electrolytes to replace what is lost in sweat. As crazy as life gets, Propel is here to help keep you doing you. All Propel products are designed for people with busy, active lifestyles like your girl who want a water that is formulated for fitness and supports hydration with added benefits such as electrolytes, vitamins, and antioxidants. Check out Propel Immune Support, the newest fitness water that helps support a healthy immune system with 100% of the recommended daily value of vitamin C per bottle and an excellent source of zinc and electrolytes. Welcome to Getting Grown. We are, you know, negotiating some of the travels and things. You're going to get a reprise episode, but we wanted to, in the spirit of our graduation announcement, sort of keep the yes. party going. So you yes. will get, we will be reading graduation announcements this week and I think next week. Um, and then we're probably going to be wrapping up soon after yep. that. But we just wanted to get this going, um, even amongst our travels. And yes. so we're going to just jump right in to the graduation announcements. And then we'll k- kick it on over to a reprise episode. We're going to be reprising one of my favorite episodes from back in the day with our first guest. When Friend was one of our first guests. Yes. Four years we did a ago. Sh- yes. We did a show on feedback called Mad Rigorous. Mad Rigorous. It's Mad Rigorous. And Mad Friend rigorous. was our guest. for the whole and shit. Yes, so we're going to get All into right. that. My sister's popping right now, like. And I'm going to start us off reading the first announcement. The first one reads, Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. Praise the Lord, niggas. I'm so proud to be writing this email uh, in honor of my father, David. He graduated with his BS in Mass Communications from Rochester University in Michigan on April 30th. 2022. I gathered my things and my dog, his best friend, and flew from (laughs) D.C. to be the loudest one screaming at his graduation. I'm really excited to see where this takes him. I've attached a picture of us together. And that is from Grace Glenn. Oh, look at this. Oh my gosh. Rochester University in Michigan. Congratulations to Father David. Yes, Father David. And And thank thank you, you, Grace, Grace, for for sending We love this. And we love how great these pictures are. So good. They are. I saw this picture of this little girl and her dad on the day of his graduation. And she was like maybe eight. And she took a picture. She was taking pictures of her dad. And you could see how proud she was. And it was just the two of them. And it just made my heart warm. So, so Grace, I think that's so beautiful. Shout out to you for being your dad's biggest cheerleader. I love it. Our next one says, Chef Jade, Dr. Kia. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> I have another graduation announcement. This time, 
It is my beautiful and thoughtful sister-in-law, Marinay mm-hmm. Moore. She'll be graduating with her master's in gerontology from UNC right. Greensboro in a couple weeks. Attaches a photo of Mari, my brother Justin, and my bad bitch of Anise Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> She's a strong young lady who's been more than kind to me through times I may not have deserved it. She goes out of her way just to reach out to me. Just a couple of little things I appreciate about her. She means the world to my mom and dad and have officially turned my parents into dog lovers. She also means the world to me. Congratulations, Mari. Congratulations. And then the picture of Miss Daisy, Miss Daisy May. I mean. I love this so much. And this is from Cedric. Cedric thank you, Cedric. Thank you so much for writing in. We really, really appreciate you. And shout out to Marinette. Marinette. Yes, congratulations. Gerontology. Noble. Okay. Um, hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. My name is... All right, let me see if I can do this correctly. Because even with the pronunciation. Oh, I got it. In you do? Sakisi. In Sakisi. Yep. In Sakisi. Oh, my name is In Sakisi, and I am proud to announce that I graduated from the number one university on the continent of Africa. Bruh, bruh, bruh. On um, March 30th, 2022, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in economics and law from the University of Cape Town. Getting my undergraduate degree was challenging and I felt like a lot of things were thrown my way, but I did it. Oh my yes. gosh, this is oh. so amazing. Congratulations to you. These pictures are oh dope. Oh my God, these are Forgive- dope. And they're going to be in our in our montage, don't forget. Absolutely. And listen, give the girls a shoe, why don't you? Okay, because let me tell you about these chains. A let me tell sandal. you how these toes are done. And these knees are moisturized. Moisturized, okay. okay. I mean, the honey, the hair is laid. It's all giving. Boots. I'm down. I, and and you, I think you are our first announcement from the continent. Yes. Wow. Yes. I love this so much. Congratulations to you, Mama Sika. In Sakisi? And hold in on. Sakisi. In Sakisi. In Sakisi. In Sakisi. In Sakisi. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that I butchered that. In Sakisi. It's beautiful, and you are beautiful, and we are very, very proud of you for graduating from the University of Cape Town. Shout out to Cape Town. Come on, we got getting grown listeners in Cape Town. Go ahead. Getting grown international. I mean, we are global, why don't you? (laughs) Excuse (laughs) us. Oh, I love it. Our next one is an unconventional announcement. Look at us with all the, just all the We're zhuzh doing this week. so much. All I the zhuzh it. this year. Praise the Lord, it. niggas. I submitted a traditional grad announcement two weeks ago, but that was solely based on academics. Go ahead. I'm back to announce I have successfully completed None to Run. Yes. It is an app that is designed to take you from zero to 25 minutes of consistent running. I know that's right. I have right. put in 12 weeks of consistent work and have learned many things about my body. Last year, I walked a 5K, 3.1 miles, and a 10K, 6.2 miles. But this year, I plan to run at least one 5K and interval run the 10K. I love it. I'm more proud of this than any degree I've earned because I literally never thought it would be possible based on my weight and overly knocked knees. Go ahead. Listening to your podcast with Coach (laughs) Danielle Wilson unlocked something in me, which makes me further appreciate you both along with your platform. Shout out to the unconventional graduation. Yes. And that's from S. Covington. Shout out to you. That is an accomplishment, okay? That is nothing to take lightly. Okay, because many people cannot run for 25 (laughs) minutes. 
for 25 seconds. 25 minutes. That is quite a... F- Listen, you girl, you are what? An athlete. Go off. Boots. Hi, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. I have been listening since the beginning. Shout out to Chuck and Amira for putting me on to you and the read. Shout out to Chuck and Amira. Yeah, shout out to I'm Chuck writing and to toot my own horn. Beat, beat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I started I started out like Jay, not a fan of school. And the idea of going back was not in the plans. Then came turning 40 in a panoramic. People started dying around me. I ended a nine-year relationship. My anxiety hit the ceiling, and I sunk into a deep, dark depression. Listening to the super friends, knowing other strong-ass people were struggling too, was comforting. The self-care check-ins got me through it. I never thought I would be a part of your graduation shout-outs, but y'all inspired me to advance my existing skills as a stoner and a gardener (laughs) and enrolled in higher education. I completed my Syracuse University Cannabis, Agriculture, and Horticulture courses in June. Oh my I now, God, I think I'm going back to school. <laughs> I now have a business plan for aquaponic cannabis cultivation site and a leg up in obtaining a cultivation license in the very competitive, rich white male industry. I am none of those things and strive to create pathways for more women, people of color, and LGBTQI folks to make it in the industry. My plan is to create cannabis oils, vinegars, butters, and loose leaf teas for anxiety, pain relief, and women's health. Thank you for inspiring me to put in the work and walk in my purpose, Janelle. <laughs> um, yes, Jade, I will send you a thank you basket once the products are ready. Kia, because I got you. you the- already know. <laughs> Kia, I got you with the anti-inflammatory CBD products. There is I'll something some for everyone. Yes, yes indeed. Thank you, Janelle. And thank you so much for writing and sharing. Your story is very inspiring and we love you. Thank you so much for listening. You're our first cannabis graduate. I know that's right. Okay, let me tell you something. From Syracuse University. Go ahead. I didn't think I was going to go back to school again. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Greetings, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. My name is Tina and I'm shouting myself out for starting and finishing a graduate degree in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, I know that's I have right. Gra- I know that's right. I have graduated with my master's in clinical mental health counseling with high honors at 4.0 GPA. God is I mean, good. Being the you? first in my entire family to graduate with any degree is a big deal, especially since my parents and siblings immigrated from Haiti to yes. give me this opportunity. I also have been accepted into a PhD program. Yes! Keep me in y'all's prayers. The program started a month before I even walked the grad stage. I know, that's right. Love you guys. Congrats, Jade. Thank you, Mama. This podcast has always been part of my self-care routine and will continue to be. Praying love and light over you both. And that is from Tina. And she sent some super cute graduation photos. Just adorable. Frida-type cap. I'm living for it. So cute. Congrats, Tina. Congratulations, girl. Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Thank you for giving me a weekly safe place to land. When I tune in each and every week, I look forward to hearing Chef Jade belt out a song sung from the very reins of her heart. And Mm -hmm. I'm always tickled when Dr. Kia occasionally asks, are you dumb? (laughs) (laughs) It's also my favorite. (laughs) Because let's face it, oftentimes that is the only appropriate and is woo because I mean sometimes you really need to just ask people like are you dumb like are you serious whoa are you stupid let's just be real about that I am so grateful to finally share my own graduation announcement I would like to shout out me 
Dr. Lucinda Jennings. By the grace of God and after six years of late nights, early mornings, revisions, and edits, I successfully defended my PhD from the Department of Education, Leadership, and Policy at the University of South Carolina on March 17th, 2022. I graduated and was hooded on May 7th, uh, 2022. This was a fight as I navigated the challenges and battled the stresses associated with, with the panorama, including ending a toxic romantic relationship, all while serving as a practicing school administrator in these public education streets. Despite these challenges, I was able to complete my dissertation around work that I hold dear. My dissertation considered the lived experiences shared by school administrators and the ways subversive rather than overt racism is embedded in school policies and expectations for behavior that impact the lives of black girls. That's it. I would be remiss if I did not shout out the other members of the Road to PhD writing group. This four women's sister circle of black women join virtually multiple times each week to encourage each other. And as a result, we're all victorious and successfully defended our work within two weeks of each other. I love it. Mm -hmm. Dr. Denitra Walker, Dr. Rashundra James, also of the University of South Carolina, and Dr. Sabrina Wanamaker of the University of Cumberland were my comrades in the struggle. Our writing group is but one demonstration of the transcendent power and magnificent of Black women when we uphold, encourage, and stand in the gap for and with each other. I know that's right. I know Once again, that's right. thank you for this opportunity. I have enclosed a picture of the four of us after the hooding ceremony. Lucinda Jennings, PhD. Yes, Dr. Jennings. Dr. Jennings, Dr. Walker, Dr. James, and Dr. Wanamaker. You guys are so inspiring. You know, this is right up my street. I love the fact that you had a virtual writing group because I too had a virtual writing group and, and, you know, attest to how important and critical it is for us to help each other. There's so much competition in academia. There's so much competition in the world generally, but Mm -hmm. in academia, they make black women, black people feel like we are all competing over one or two spots. Mm -hmm. And that is just bull swanky. Mm-hmm. The, the truth is we are so much better when we work together than we are than we're being shady and nasty to one another. So you guys embody Absolutely. that. And I love this. I love this story. I love all four of you. I'm very proud of each each one of you. Yes. And I hope that you all find many ways to celebrate this summer because you please deserve, you, you do really and truly. All four of you take a girls trip. Yes, go somewhere. Okay. Our next announcement reads Hello, cousins in my head. I really Mm -hmm. hope I didn't miss the cutoff. You didn't. You didn't. I have been behind on listening, trying to adjust to this two-kid life. I know Mm -hmm. that's right. I want to shout out my son, Liam. He graduated from pre-K and will be going into kindergarten in the fall. It may not seem like much, but in spite of us losing my hubby's mom and my grandmother, most of his preschool experience being through a screen... And having to adjust to sharing our attention with his new baby sister, congratulations. Mm -hmm. He is reading at a first grade level and doing math problems in his head that I have to use my fingers for mood. Exactly. Uh, I'm still here counting pinkies and thumbs. What? Wait a second. I'm saying (laughs) iPad calculator, all that shit. All of that. Thank you both for this amazing show. I see myself in both of you. Jade, I too am a dark-skinned queen. (laughs) It is my prayer (laughs) that you all will be shouting me out in a few years for getting my doctoral degree. I just need to take this GRE. You two are Black girl magic personified. Love you both. And that's from Colette. And let me tell you something about Liam. And this bow tie, honey. Isn't he just a dream? 
Okay, let me tell you about the prince. My oh. man has on shoes. Look at his little shoes. I mean, his little smile. He's so proud. I'm very, <laughs> very, I love everything about this. Congratulations, Liam. Liam is a genius, and I cannot he wait. He's going to be like an architect or something. Watch. Can't write wait. that down. Tell him, Auntie J, and Auntie Kid, don't act like he don't know us when he sees. Period. Okay. Okay. I know that's right. <laughs> um, the next announcement uh, reads, hey, Jade and Kia, I would like to submit a graduation shout out for my damn self. After Do five it. years filled with blood, sweat, and tears, I have finally completed my master's of public health degree from the University of New England, all while balancing mm. both a full-time and part-time weekend job. Mm-hmm. I was recently promoted to my new role as project coordinator at the Harvard Affiliate Academic Research Institute, supporting infectious disease studies. That's my Harvard Oh, accent. really? Oh, You're sounds welcome. like we need that. Yes, indeed. Very much. Oh, that is your Harvard voice. That's my Harvard. That's my Harvard <laughs> accent. Harvard. I do not wish of labor because Harvard. I was Harvard. Yes, indeed. <laughs> my commencement ceremony took place on Friday, May 20th, but unfortunately, I tested positive for COVID the day prior, so I was mm. unable to attend. Hmm. Damn. I'm so sorry. Since this was a fully online program, I had never visited the campus before. A few days later, I drove to the campus to get a quick photo of me in my cap and gown in front of the school sign while no one else was around. Here's a picture attached of me with my proud parents. No wrinkle regalia. I know that's Mm right. Because of how this turned out for me, I am that much more grateful for you both for offering this space to acknowledge and celebrate our achievements. I look forward to cackling with you every week and listening to new perspectives around the kitchen table. Also sending a big congratulations to Jade for completing your culinary program. With love. Thank you. Charmaine Jasmine Washington. Yes. Um, And she attached said picture. Uh, I am so sorry that COVID stole your graduation experience, but we are very grateful that we are able to give you your flowers right here at the kitchen table. We want you to know that we are very proud of you um, for sticking it out and completing your degree um, especially given all of the terrible circumstances that we're navigating. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Getting Grown family. Absolutely. And I read your PS and we, we, we're here for you. My we're Lord. here for you. I know the, I know a little bit. I know yes. a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next up said, so, Okay. Hey, Jada Kia, what an amazing show by two amazing Black women. Thank you you for enlightening us and inspiring us. We can't do it if y'all didn't listen. (laughs) My sister Rita just graduated with her bachelor's degree from Southern New Hampshireite University. That was not what I thought I was about. New Hampshireite. For for 15 years, she put her life on hold to become caregivers to our parents. She took care of them, took them to to their doctor's appointments, everything while working, and she decided to stop going to school to take on this role. Auntie, as all the kids in the family call her, went back to school after our mother passed in 2019. Mm -hmm. Our father passed in 2012. We're sending you guys a lot of love. She promised my mom and herself that she would finish, and now she's about to start her master's program. Please share a big congratulations to Rita slash Auntie and let her know how she inspires us as well. Oh, and she is a huge fan of yours as well. Thank Auntie. you for always showing us Black is Beautiful. Auntie! Auntie. Let me tell you somehow, a selfless a selfless person is always going to reap yes. bountiful, bountiful rewards. And we're sending you tons of love. That's from Sister Rose. And we're sending you big love, Rita. Congratulations. We're super proud of you. 
We love that. And we're very proud we of do. you. And like Jay said, you will absolutely, I believe that God's going to honor your sacrifice. Word. And there is a promise. Like there is a promise for those of us who honor our, our parents and, and, and do right by them. And so I'm very grateful and I'm believing that you're going to, to be the benefit of great things going Absolutely. forward in your future. Shout out Absolutely. to Sister Rose and shout out to Auntie Rita. Auntie Rita. We're proud of you, girl. Boots. Praise the Lord, niggas. Hey, cousins, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First, let me say oh, how much I appreciate your podcast as I absolutely love my weekly getting grown fit. I appreciate the transparency, the wisdom, and the many resources shared over the years. I also appreciate the laughs. I sing with Jade at the beginning of every episode, even though I sometimes am loud and hella off-key. Today, oh. I want to celebrate my ace, my rider, my firstborn, uh, Keziah. 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 Oh, wait. Keziah. I think it is Keziah. Keziah. Oh, man. Keziah. Took us a while. We got there. <laughs> Kezi, as she graduated from both high school and junior college in the same week with honors and several scholarship offers. I'm so proud of her. I had my daughter when I was 19 and in college. I didn't have a clue on how to be a good mom. I didn't really know what that looked like. However, when I first held her after she was born, I knew that my purpose in life was to give her a better life than I had growing up. I knew that I had to encourage her to be better than I was at her age. But even if she slips up and makes a mistake, that I'll always have her back. But she did the total opposite of me, thank God. And she's setting <laughs> goals and knocking them out of the park. And for that, I am forever grateful. Just to see her drive, focus, and determination makes me super proud. Her next chapter in life will begin in the fall as she will attend Prairie View A&M University, a.k.a. Okay. The Hill, to Peace finish me. her undergrad by obtaining her Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. She's truly the epitome of Black Girl Magic. Uh, congratulations, Kazaya. Keep it pushing. And that is from Chanel, uh, a.k.a. The Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Mama. <laughs> the Mama. Come on. You better go ahead and graduate from high school with your uh, junior college. I mean, with your associate's credits already okay, in tow. I mean, wrap this said, nursing playing, degree up. I'm doing I mean, two hairstyles in these photos. Stop. Get it. Get it. Get it. It's giving high school gown and college gown. It's giving. <laughs> It's giving duality. Go off. It's giving duality. It. It's giving two at one time. It's giving, it's giving two at the same damn time. Okay. <laughs> Our next announcement says, hello, ladies. My best friend and I have listened to the podcast for years now. I'm not big on accolades, but she's the one who pushed me to send in this announcement. I know oh, that's, that's right. right. You need a friend like that. I recently graduated with a PhD in food microbiology from the University of Florida. Yes. It was not easy as the core part of my degree was during the height of the pandemic. Mm -mm. Then my parents had a major house fire, which really took a toll on my mental oh, health. Geez. So sorry. However, she and the rest of my village never wavered and literally pushed me to the finish line. Now I'm working in the tech field as a senior scientist. I First of it. all. Okay. Thank you for providing this space. <laughs> love the podcast. And that's from A. Chill. Let me tell you something. I love it. When you were a kid, did you ever say... I'm I'm going to be a scientist. This is phenomenal. You it's are so good. you are, you are living the dream. You are telling people I'm a literal Literally. scientist. You better go off H Hill. I love it. We are congratulations. Proud of you. We are. And shout out to your best friend for making you send that in because Ooh, we would have been there if so. you didn't. 
Like, girl, are you kidding? We wouldn't have known, but we still would have been mad. <laughs> we wouldn't have known, but we would have been pissed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First, let me say this is an amazing podcast that has brought so much joy to my horrific job commute. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. We're happy to help. Uh, I just recently started listening, and I appreciate listening to sound and applicable thoughts, comments, opinions, and advice on dealing with the most ghetto hood of all adulthood. Hmm. While listening, I heard about the graduation shout outs and had to send an email about my daughter. I would like to shout out uh, my BG number two, baby girl number two, Kayla Nicole Dickerson. Kayla just recently graduated last week, but her journey was not linear as she transferred three times. She started at Rutgers in Jersey, transferred to Mm -hmm. Howard University for one semester, transferred again to American University, both in Washington, D.C., and finally ended up and walked across the stage at the University of Maryland College Park. Come on, Terp City. Okay, Terp. Uh, Terp. <laughs> <laughs> um, University of Maryland College Park with a BA in American Studies. This little girl, and I mean that literally, she's barely five feet tall. Don't judge her. Uh, while always super intelligent, has grown from a shy, soft-spoken, um, love the background kind of girl to a passionate about a cause and let me interject <laughs> and you can catch, you can check my facts because they're right. Supernova of a young right. woman. She's proudly accepted her BA in American studies and the award for best senior thesis paper at her graduation. And she will continue her studies at Boston college where she's been awarded a full academic scholarship for a master's of education degree in secondary education with a focus in history education. This mm-hmm. is such a proud mama moment for me, and my daughter deserves every accolade thrown in her direction. You ladies are the best. Congrats to all the graduates, and be blessed and a blessing. And that's from Paula. Shout out to Paula, and shout out to Kayla Nicole, girl. Yes, Kayla. We are very so. proud of you, sis. Not only okay. did you graduate from College Park, but your middle name is Nicole, like mine. Okay. <laughs> I love to see it. Okay, and shout out to your mother because her signature in her email says, wear a mask, stay socially distanced, and wash your fucking hands. I know fucking- that's right. <laughs> With your nasty self. <laughs> Our next announcement says, good evening, Dr. Key and Chef Jade. I want to give a shout out to my wife, Kaylan Miller graduating with her master's in education with emphasis in sports administration this spring. Upon completion of graduation, she has accepted a position in the director of operations program with the NBA. (laughs) Big money, Hank. She has been able to accomplish all this while being a full-time wife, mom, student, high school teacher, and basketball coach. My wife is a huge fan of your show. Oh, and listens to y'all weekly. She wishes y'all continued success and blessings. Side note, my wife and daughter have a podcast as well called Mommy and Me. I love that. So sweet. And he folded and he sent a um he sent a photo, which is gorgeous. Look at mommy and me looking like twins. Oh, wait a mm-hmm. minute. Actually, no. Actually, she looks like both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to you, Kaylin. And thank you, Tony, for writing in. We need you GGBs. Make sure you're shouting out your wives. As that as you very well should. Thank you. We we skipped one, sis. Um, we? It's okay. I'll read it. 
Okay, my bad. Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. My name is Addie, and I'm a longtime listener, but it's my first time writing in for graduation announcements. I have five folks to mention. I have a huge family, but I'll make it quick. Let me just start by saying how proud I am of my family. Gender or gender? I don't know. Gender? I, oh, what here we go. Oh, mine are out of order. Okay. It's okay. Um, I hope I'm saying it right. It's G-Y-N-D-E-R. Gender or gender? I don't know. We'll be receiving her umpteenth degree. She's my dad's first cousin, thus my big cousin, but more like an aunt. She has gone back to school whenever she damn well pleased and has been such an inspiration in our family and community. <laughs> I think she said it was her last time, but if it isn't, who wants, who's going to stop her, boo? Uh, this okay. year, she graduated with an Associates of Science in Agribusiness. We come from a line of farmers who farm to feed the people in our community, to feed the residents of our family's nursing home, and to make a living. And an Associates of Science in GIS. Is, is that global information systems? I don't know. She said, I have, I no, have idea. no idea what that is, but I'm still <laughs> hella proud. Mood. <laughs> she also passed the federal pilot exam. Go forth. Wow. Um, for FAA small unmanned aircraft so she can fly commercial drones. She epitomizes being a lifelong learner, something that I want my children to be as well. Shamara Cousin went back and finished her high school diploma. She has raised a beautiful family and wanted to do this for herself, and I'm so proud of her. Yes. We're proud of Shamara, too. Waylon Cousin, also graduated high school and will be joining the armed forces. He is resolute on his why, and I'm proud of him and prayerful for him, as are we. Are we. Pray, we are prayer for him, for him as well. Um, Is it Alizia? Alizia? My baby so. little, my baby, my little cousin graduated as well. She has been my baby since she came earth side to see her as a young adult now fills me with pride and almost makes me cry because time flies little girl i hope this next step in your journey sees you bloom may the growth of, of life bring you to into your fullness and help you see just how amazing you truly are she starts college in the fall and may be going in the field of medicine but she has yet to decide and that is okay i passionately and unwaveringly decided that i wanted to be an architect when i was 12 and hated almost every minute of the years work the years i worked in that field though I love my collegiate experience and it all led me to the field where I currently love, our paths will all look different. Mm-hmm. Last and certainly not least, my own child. This past weekend, we held a virtual graduation for my homeschool kindergartner, Grayson King. My prophetic cousin who told me that I was pregnant after the doctor couldn't even detect it. Wow, that dream about shiny fish, wow. <laughs> let us know what science couldn't see yet, <laughs> has called him the professor since day one, and she ain't lying. I created an outline for his graduation program that we held over Zoom, and with each talking point I brought up, he also said a paragraph or two. <laughs> He's proud of himself <laughs> and what he has learned this year, be that uh, through school with me, through trips to museums and play places, through playing, or through online classes that he takes for his special interests, like paleontology. Excuse me. Mine too. My little professor will be attending school over the summer as we are expecting our second child at the beginning of our usual homeschool year. Learning never stops. I'm excited for first grade with him as this homeschool journey, or as I like to call it, learning from home, or whenever we happen to be that day, (laughs) is a major highlight in our life. Thank y'all for this annual inspirational and congratulatory section of the podcast. It makes me smile with each announcement that I hear and the way y'all read them, hype them up <laughs> is like the icing on the top. And she shared a picture of Grayson who is adorable. Um, and I think that comes from Addie. Yeah. Addie Fisher. So thank you, Addie, for writing in. Shout out to all yes. of your amazing family members on their accomplishments. And we really appreciate you for listening to the show. Absolutely. All right. 
Um, our next one is from Crystal. And it says, hi, Chef Jaden, Dr. Takiya Nicole Robinson. Oh. Okay. okay. Thank you for encouraging us Yikes. to take time to fully recognize our educational achievements and celebrate accordingly. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listening to this year's graduation announcements has been particularly <laughs> meaningful after the painfully difficult. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, a couple of years we've had as a community. I'd like to celebrate my sister friend, Joanna uh, Marchena. Molina, who graduated with her Master of Social Work from Grand Valley State University on April 30th. Joanna's graduate journey started in 2019. During this time, she left her job of 10 years to pursue another opportunity. She also contended with a bitter downstairs neighbor whose life purpose was to launch an assault on her peace. I wish the worst for them. Later, mm. the pandemic hit and she began working from home while parenting her three young children and supporting two of them through virtual schooling. She experienced the loss of her aunt and grandma and was the only Afro-Latina person of color in her class. Insert PWI exhaustion, disillusionment, mm. and traces of imposter syndrome. There were more challenges I'm omitting, so this email is less long. Nevertheless, she persisted. See graduation photo. While in school, she also worked full-time, became a homeowner, adopted a dog, became a supervisor, completed an internship, kept her family safe and healthy, facilitated DEI-related workshops, and became a self-taught woodworker. Well, now, wait a minute. Um, I plan to write in only to mention her academic achievement. However, everything about her journey came flooding to my memory. As I write this, I'm more in awe of her. Joanna, you are inspirational and aspirational. You set a goal, forged you and your path, and never compromised who you are and how you show up. Your educational achievement is a gift to the social work profession, and our community is better because you've joined the ranks. It's been an honor to join you on this journey. I hope you relish in this moment, reflecting on this experience and getting good rest. I'm excited for all the great things that lay ahead for you. You deserve every good thing. It's my pleasure to reintroduce you to Joanna Marchena Molina, bilingual MSW and future policymaker and college professor. Si se puedo. Caps off to you. Congratulations, sis. Love you. And that's from Crystal. Yes, mm. Joanna. You, you deserve all of the beautiful things that are coming your way. Congratulations, mama. Very proud of you. Hi, Jade and Kia. I have waited the better part of five years to write in. I'd like to acknowledge my daughter, Amaya Swifle. She's very private and humble in her accomplishments, but I, need, I feel the need to publicly celebrate her. Amaya graduated cum laude with a BA in biology pre-med from Fisk University on May 2nd. She is also a member of Beta Kappa Chi, uh, Phi Beta Sigma, Phi, sorry, Phi Eta Sigma Honor Society, respectively. While she threatened to drop out multiple times, she pushed Both. through the challenging, the challenge, sorry, the challenge of studying virtually while in a pandemic and losing her paternal grandmother in 2020, whom she honored mm. on her soul in the pig. During mm. this time, Amaya secured an internship with Children's Mercy Hospital back home in Kansas City. Amaya is a second generation college graduate. I am the first whose goal is to become a doctor. She is literally our family's wildest dream. I hope this submission makes it in time, of course, as I just caught up on listening and heard the two-week cutoff. I was delayed because an hour after Amaya's graduation ceremony, my mother suddenly passed. Oh my goodness. Mm. While mm. our joy was short-lived in that moment, I hope my sweet girl knows how much she is adored and how proud of her we are. Congratulations, Amaya Jordan. We love you. Congratulations to all the graduates of class of 20, 2022. Thank you both for holding space for us each year. And that's from Tracy. 
Sanders. Thank you, Tracy, so much. Thank you, Tracy. Um, congratulations to Amaya. We're very proud of, of her as well um, for all of her accomplishments and for persisting through such a difficult, challenging time. And we'll be holding your whole family in prayer as you mourn the loss of your mother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Well, congratulations to you and sending, sending a lot of love. Um, our next one reads, hey, ladies, I'm back again with another graduation announcement. Last time I wrote in and noted I missed my oldest nephew's graduation in person because I was helping my sister postpartum. Mm -hmm. Well, I missed her son's in-person graduation because I had to head back home to California after being in Georgia for three weeks. My sister's son, Anthony Lawrence Thompson, graduated from kindergarten in Jonesboro, Georgia. He received multiple awards for academic achievement, receiving the Soaring Eagle Award, Acknowledgement for Advanced Reading Skills, reading at a third grade level at six, and mm. math excellence, as well as being a great citizen. He is the jewel of his KK's eye. Oh, that's her. Much like my older <laughs> nephew, he has an extremely bright future ahead of himself. KK loves you so much and is so proud of you. Thank you again for sharing my baby's accomplishment. Yes, glasses. <laughs> mm -hmm. So cute. I love it. Congratulations, Anthony Lawrence Thompson. I love it. We got a um, congratulations, Anthony Lawrence. Yes. And shout out to KK for writing Yeah, shout in. out to you, KK. Um, we got an update uh, from Addie uh, showing <laughs> the I baby saw. using. Yes. You see it? This is for Jay. Yes. With the All right. I did. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Addie. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I saw I saw the I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next uh, announcement reads: My big sisters, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it because I am D O N E done. I know that's right. Mood. It has been the longest time coming, but I'm sending in my very own graduation announcement. Your girl finally finished her bachelor's degree after taking uh, eight years off school for various familial health reasons and just life lifing, but I always wanted to finish. So this spring semester, after years of taking a class here and a class there, because I literally only had three classes left to take to get my degree, I took my final class online at another school, had it transferred to my parents' school, and my bachelor's degree was awarded on May 31st, 2022. A journey. I felt like I have spent the last eight years beating myself up for not accomplishing this goal um, while I had friends and family who were getting their masters and doctorates, but I had to remember that my path is my path. That's right. I was able to complete this journey during one of the most hectic work-wise and life-wise times of my life. But by the grace of God, whose timing is always perfect, I finished my last biochemistry class and loved the learning experience I got from Professor Shoulders at Colorado State University. Shout out to him for creating a curriculum specifically for me so that I could take his class online. He's a real one. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Now I have this weight off of me that I've been carrying so long and I don't have to anymore. I don't think it'll be completely off until I hold the degree in my hands, but the work is done. I now have a bachelor's of, of science with a major in biomedical sciences and a minor in chemistry, and I earn every single grade. Now that I'm more confident in my study abilities, I plan to get my master's in genetics and hope to one day be a part of the African ancestry team amongst mm -hmm. a few other dreams. I will be writing in to you again when I get that master's and we'll have the grad picks to accompany my email. Stay blessed. Thank you for this platform and thank you for being your beautiful black selves. Also, P.S. Congratulations, Jade. So proud of you and your journey and your determination. You did that. 
Uh, I you. love you. And that's from Nelly. Thank you, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. Congratulations, Nelly. Thank you. We proud of you, girl. Boots. You did that. Right, Let me listen. Oh, Biomedical sciences with a chemistry no. minor. No BS. These, everybody who writes in here is just too smart. I mean, brilliant. Me. It's the brilliant. <laughs> Our next one reads Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. K- Dr. Kia. K E I A, y'all. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I just wanted to let you know. My name is Tanette. That's it. Shout out is to myself. (laughs) I just walked the stage with the class of 22 after finally completing my bachelor's of arts in sociology with a minor in Pan African studies in December of 2021. My school only has one ceremony a year, so I had to wait until next spring, also, as well. This is after flunking out my freshman year of college because, to be honest, I was not ready at that time. I enrolled in a junior college the next year where I got my associates and transferred back to a university. I got my AA, transferred back to a university. Then I had two babies and got married and COVID hit. Still, I was able to finish and I'm so damn proud of myself and I know my family is too. I'm first generation graduate, so to see the looks on my parents' faces was all that and more. The best part, though, is that my great-grandmother, who was diagnosed with early-onset dementia last year, was also able to see me walk. I've attached some grad photos and a photo of me and my grandma with her sassy self. Thankfully, I'm already employed, so I'm going to take this next school year off, and then I'll be applying to grad school to pursue a master's of social work so that I can move up to make a difference and, of course, make more shmoney. I cannot wait to come back and share that accomplishment as well. With love always, that's from Tanae. And that's Tanae with all the legs. Congratulations, my sister. I know, that's right. I mean, woof. Yes. All right. I'm excited about this next announcement because it comes from our friend and my former advisor, Dr. Fabian Dusay. Dr. Dusay did the Team Chocolate Fast event at NYU. Yes, Dr. Dr. Jusay. Um, and she was also my uh, advisor during my time at the University of Connecticut when I got my master's there in 2006. Wow, long time ago. Uh, She writes, my dearest nieces, hang on to your wigs because the three years since I announced uh, Soraya's fifth grade graduation have passed and we are now celebrating her graduation from the eighth grade. Yes. The middle school years have been a lot, especially with this part cheesy that won't leave us alone. <laughs> but we are so proud that our girl has climbed the hills and traversed the valleys and made it to the other side. Her capstone project is an advocacy and action campaign to provide free period care products to unhoused people yes. and give the recent assault on the body autonomy of people who can get pregnant. She has expanded to bring awareness to reproductive rights as well. And given the recent assault on body autonomy of people who can get pregnant, she has expanded to bring awareness to reproductive rights as well. Yes. In the fall, she will be starting high school. I just fainted. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I remember when, wow, okay. I remember when you, she was pregnant with her son. Wow, this is That's crazy. crazy. Um, in the fall, That's she will crazy. be starting high school at the Berkeley Carroll School. And we cannot wait to witness this brilliant, creative, empathetic, and fierce young woman come even more into herself and her purpose in the world. She is such a blessing, y'all. I'm not even going to hold you. Her graduation is still a couple of weeks away, so I don't have a cap and gown photo, but here is a recent pic so you can share uh, my despair and my delight that she is growing (laughs) up so fast. Um, Okay, thank you always for this beautiful season of celebrating your accomplishments and cheering one another on. 
from the pre-K graduates to the doctorates and everything in between, these announcements bring me such joy every year. Oh, and a special congratulations to Chef Jade for doing the damn Aww. thing in culinary school. I'm Thank available. You, Dr. Say. She says I'm available for lunch anytime. <laughs> uh, I bet you are. <laughs> sending you, <laughs> sending you much love, peace, and blessings, Fabian. Um, yes, so yes. good. So good. And we thank you for sharing the link to Soraya's site. We're going to keep an eye on it because it just might be a shout out to my sis one day. Okay, I'm just saying. So we definitely will hold that link so that everybody can get access. Absolutely. Shout out to you, Soraya. Proud of you, girl. We love you. Hello, besties in my head. I'm writing a gra- with a graduation shout out to my brand new fine, brilliant husband, Paul Michael Ramirez. Paul will be graduating on Friday, June 3rd with a bachelor's degree in social welfare from the City College of New York. Come on, City College. That's Paul it. returned to undergrad after 18 years during the pandemic. Never having been a scholar, Paul fought through imposter syndrome, the adjustment of back to school at 38 while working a full time in social services for NYC LGBTQ plus homeless youth. Yes. I'm so proud of my husband and this amazing accomplishment. He often says I inspired his return to school as I work towards my EDD, but he inspires me every day to go after the life I want, no matter what has stopped me in the past. I love you so much. This is literally only the beginning. <laughs> and that's from Lizeth. Yes, Lizeth, you better be a drag race fan. <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay, shout out to you, Paul Michael. We're proud of you. Okay, I got like, I'm supposed to leave right now, but. Um... Okay. If you want, I can do the last the last few. It's only three more. I know, more. but I feel bad. But I don't want you to miss your reservation. Okay. Um, let me see something. Hold on. Where are we at, Lizeth? We got four more. All right. What's the best throw? Okay. I'll read fast. Hi, Jade of all Jades and Dr. Kia. After starting Hello. a new job and a school and all in the same week, I would like to say I finally made it. On December 10th, 2021, I, Oyama Map, graduated yes. from UNCG, I think that's University of North Carolina, Greensboro, with my bachelor's yes. in science degree in accounting. Thank you so much for the laughs and encouragement. Peace and love, Oyama. Congratulations, Oyama. Yes, Oyama. Congratulations. Our next one reads, hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, without doing too much, I just want to say thank y'all for this beautiful, affirming, Black, queer, inclusive content that y'all provide. Yes. You two are truly my big cousins in my head, and I look forward to the razor-sharp wit, hilarity, <laughs> and laughter that you both provide each week. I said I wasn't going to do too much, but here I am about to stand down, but period. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my name is Sorrell, and I wanted to give a shout out to both my little sister and my partner, who are both graduating this spring. My sister, Kiera, just completed her undergrad program with a Bachelor's of Science in Forensic Chemistry and a minor in dance at San Jose State University. Come on, dance. She has worked long and hard on completion and has per- persevered through a cancer diagnosis chemotherapy and working full-time to simultaneously secure her bag and her degrees. I'm so incredibly proud of her. My partner Eli just completed his undergrad program at Stanford as a double major in African and African-American studies and philosophy and literature. Yes, he has worked his ass off during the work and in and outside of the academic part of things and is an exemplar of doing the work and going beyond theory to application in his daily life. I am ever grateful to have him in my life and so incredibly proud of him as well. I have attached photos of both Kiara and Eli stunting and looking beautiful in their grad swag. P.S. I know he's white, 
However, he keeps his foot on the necks of his people, never letting up, and is definitely on our side should a race for us. (laughs) (laughs) And that is from Sorrel. I don't even... It's a, I love it though. <laughs> Congratulations. Hilarious. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, y'all. I hope you both are well. I look forward to this every year and I'm now I now have something to share. My name is Brandon, and I would like to give love and blessings to my oldest child, first daughter, Ryan Elizabeth. She is graduating from the sixth grade. <laughs> And I won't hear this announcement. Howsoever, her family... Oh, yes. And she won't hear this announcement. Very good. Howsoever, her family is so very proud of her. She's played the the cello. I was about to say jello. (laughs) What the hell? She's played the cello for the past three years, even through Mm -hmm. lockdown. Was highlighted during her spring strings concert more than excels academically and was bus patrol and is also the leading scorer on her traveling soccer team. She yes. loves to bake, has the best smile, willingly cuddles with her mama, reads all the books, and is an awesome big sister to her twin siblings. Ryan, we love you, and your dad and I know you'll be fabulous in middle school. Picture is from this past spring. Oh, so cute, so cute, so cute. Yes, brace. I'm giving. It's giving pink and blue brace. Yes, Ryan and Auntie. I love oh. this. Yes, Brandon, we thank you so much. And congratulations, Ryan. The only good Ryan that we have out there. No, I'm just only one. That's Uh, the only one. (laughs) Our last one this week reads. No, no, last one this week reads. Yes, that's okay. Definitely not having a stroke. Hello, Dr. Key and Chef Jade. Praise the Lord, nigga. I'm so excited to write this graduation announcement for my nephew, Caden Xavier White. On June 3rd, Caden graduated from the eighth grade at St. Thomas More Catholic Academy. Caden has been a scholar there since the age of three, excelling as a school ambassador, a two-sport athlete, basketball and track, a member of the robotics team, and a consistent honor roll student. He received multiple awards at graduation, including the Man of Character Award and the Unsung Student Award. Caden was fourth in his his class and will be attending my alma mater, Archbishop Carroll High School, in the fall. I'm so proud of Caden. Virtual learning last year was not easy, was no easy feat for him, but he persevered through these tough times. His determination and creativity continues to amaze me. Your future is bright, young man. And that's from Renika, aka a proud auntie. Oh yes, Caden. We're so proud you. of you. We're oh so proud way. of you. Congratulations to all the graduates. Yes, we are very proud of you. Graduation announcements will continue next week. Thank yes. y'all for listening. Enjoy this reprise. Yes. Uh, get the get into the blast in the past from getting grown, and we'll catch up with y'all next week. Yeah, you got one more week for grad announcements, so go ahead and get them in. Yes, indeed. Bye, y'all. Bye. Long before rap and hip hop dominated the music charts, black music had a profound influence on the culture. It's no secret that Black artists have paved the way for the musical genres we love and cherish today. We continue to be unmatched, prolific, and limitless. From the consecutive top charters and record-shattering sales, Black music and the artists will not only continue to achieve and surpass cultural milestones, but it will carry on one of the greatest and most formidable contributions in the history of arts and entertainment. This month, Xfinity celebrates the unmatched achievements of Black music, the best of the best. Check out the Xfinity Black Music Month collection on the Black Experience on Xfinity. Just say Black Experience in your Xfinity remote. Don't have Xfinity? 
Visit www.xfinity.com slash black experience to learn more. And I can't stop how I feel. I'm digging on you. You digging on me. We digging on we for the first time. <laughs> you made a difference in my life. It's true. <laughs> and for the last time. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. all I got. That's all I got this week. How you gonna stop mid-sentence? Well, come on, sis. You can jump right on in. I mean, that's your job. You do the intros. I let you. I let you have that. That's but very... you're actually the one who sings. I just not critical. Not Yes. We got a guest. We got a guest. Raise the chakras, nigga. <laughs> oh my god. A mashup t-shirt. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, if you can't already tell, uh, we have a guest in the person of our good sis. Hey friend, hey friend, hey. Those will be like all of these birds. (laughs) (laughs) We just can't help it; it just comes out. Fran, welcome! Welcome to the kitchen table, sis. I'm very happy to be here. It's not the red table. It's not. It's not the red table. It's It's not. It's not really a weed table. Jade's side of the kitchen table is the weed table. That is correct. Weeds as in flowers. <laughs> what a disaster. Foliage. What a disaster. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess for the good of the order, yes. hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 63 of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. And this week, friend, where we will be discussing the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the triumphs, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord 2018. Because Ooh. who in the hell wants a musty soul? Because <laughs> <laughs> we got a mashup here. We got a mashup. Oh, oh, God. Listen, we've been waiting for this moment for a long, long time. Because everybody yeah. knows that Fran is also part of the conglomerate. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The sister circle. That's uh, right. And we're just happy to have you here, sis. We're just going to have a good time. I'm ready. I'm ready. My two missing sisters from Miami. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I My saw trip. the pictures and I was like, I'm ready for the stories. Oh, we're going to have more because we're going to have more trips. Yes. And we're going to plan them way in advance because we know Fran is booked and busy. <laughs> booked and busy like a biblioteca. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. <laughs> we are ridiculous. We are. To our crazy. We're we are only three minutes in. I know. I know. It's like we get into your show. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get nothing done. Um, we can't. So do yeah, better. how's everybody doing? You guys are good. How's your How's your week progressing thus far? How was your weekend? Guess first. It's been really good. You know what? Now that we have beautiful weather, I literally have no complaints. Really? Because I wore a hoodie today. I mean, you know. In comparison to us being in 30 degrees. I know. Better, it know wasn't I mean? 12 years of winter. I'm <laughs> <Not laughs> happy. It's, yeah, as soon as the weather years. goes above 60, I have no complaints. You're right. So I'm good. You're right. See, you see how Fran be centering, she be centering niggas in their own shit. I try, oh, I try. Oh. 
Listen, it's the best. It's important. Uh, how was your weekend? Did you guys do anything fun? I worked. I had. Um, I do an event on Sundays now called Soul Scream Sundays. Sorry, friend. I'm trying Wait, to breathe in your face. Um, it's this. It's this party that is a lot of. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to describe this in a politically correct manner. You didn't um, last week. I didn't. <laughs> no. Okay, so it's a lot of. It's a lot of white people like <laughs> tattoos and like what? they're fun though. They're fun and they dance to 50s and 60s old like Jackie Wilson, Lonely Teardrops, like. And you. I do the food. Wow. I sell them food and they love it. That is They're like, what do you have today? I'm like, I have jerk guava sliders. And this time I did a coconut curry chicken slider mm. with a mango salsa and a guava pepper sauce. And I had to ask every last one of them, do you like spice? Do you like spice? Do you like seasoning? Do you like spice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, their definition of spice is probably going to be way different than our definition of Listen, spice. Listen, because I'm like, this is pepper sauce. Like, this is not Louisiana's. Like, this is not, you know, flavored vinegar. Like, this is none of that. Like, this is pepper sauce. But they they ate it up. Nice. One, of, one of my good friends recently married, um, and she married a white man. And she's always, always telling me about how when she cooks, he just cannot get enough. <laughs> uh, ooh, right. So he'd be like, oh my God, what in the world did you do to this chicken? And she was like, you know, salt. <laughs> she was like, you know, just a little adobo and some garlic. <laughs> like, that's yeah. really all. It's nothing oh, groundbreaking. The next time you talk to her, that I said hi. That's your friend, Serena. <laughs> that's not my. Well, <laughs> we can call her Serena. That's your Mm-hmm. So when Mr. Reddit be asking what she does to her food, <laughs> she was like, "Laurie's, <laughs> Laurie's, what Laurie. in the world did you put in this?" She, the lasagna. He was just licking his fingers. It's like and he don't know how to describe it to people. He's like, "My wife's food is so good." She said she uses something called Lawrence. <laughs> she uses Lawrence on it. <laughs> Parsley on Fred, that's black. Every, every time you be making fun, you be like, you just put parsley on, the, on whether it's this show or XD. Like, like, that's me. I feel so triggered and attacked. Fred be like, parsley and paprika, that's all you that's need. It. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Not rigorous. That's it. I must be not rigorous. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is, this is, this is like this is like normal though. Mm-hmm. This is like actually normal behavior. <laughs> this is how so, it is when we actually see each other in real life. How was your week? Sis? My week was long. I worked really, really hard. I had a retreat at work that went all the way into like Saturday afternoon. And oh, wow. then, um, What's the retreat? What was it? Was a writing retreat. So essentially. Uh, some fellows about, uh, that are a part of a program that I'm um, working with um, coming together. They've done these like leadership projects on their campuses for the whole year. And then they have to write like manuscripts for publication about the work that they've been doing to kind of feature these particular faculty are leaders at HBCUs. And, you know, currently the literature around historically black colleges and universities are often told by people who don't work there or have never been there or graduated from there or can't even mm-hmm. identify as a person of color. So right. we're trying to uh, work. The project 
in addition to providing, you know, support and professional development for these faculty members, we want to recenter the narratives around HBCUs and minority serving institutions from the perspectives of people who actually live the lives and do the work. Um, so the writing retreat was designed to give them space and time to literally sit and write. So that's what we did like for 12 hour days for like five wow. days in a row. So from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. with breaks for meals, it was just a bunch of us in the room typing fast, like literally That's crazy. the whole thing. So I did that from Tuesday to Sunday. I mean, Tuesday to Saturday afternoon. And my, my brain was like applesauce after that. So I committed myself to not opening my laptop until Monday morning after Amen. that. Amen. Okay. I did. I've never been to a retreat in my life. <laughs> it was, I mean, I think... I think that retreat is, is a loose phrase for what, what I went through. Cause I feel like retreats are supposed to be like relaxing, relaxing. Um, but this was very much, uh, you know, like a writing camp. Yeah. It was like, I a, know. like a writing. I never been to one of those either. <laughs> like a, yeah. It was totally like a writing boot camp, which I feel like is a really good, um, thing, especially like I, I'm actually, some friends of mine are going to be doing a writing retreat in August. Because mm -hmm. there's some manuscripts that we want to get out. So I think the idea of it makes a lot of sense, but we just have to be more intentional about um, having time, even within that time, to like kind of get your mind together. Because it's hard to kind of sit in one spot and do anything for 12 hours at a time. That's not even how you're supposed to do stuff. Exactly. And even now, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like my attention span is struggling. And I've been needing that. Oh, even for reading books, like I've been. Purposely, I I kind of switched over to Audible for a while, but now I've purposely been forcing myself to sit and read actual books mm -hmm. because I can sense the like the discipline. I've lost mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I have to same. read the same page like two or three times. Same. Like, what oh, is that? Yeah, because yeah. you just it's a muscle you haven't been using. I know. I used to be such a reader. Same. I was a huge reader. So that's Kia be making me feel mad unaccomplished. No, that's like, right. I went to this writing camp and I just no. I'm saying to your point. To I'm like I pulled chicken <laughs> <laughs> and made sauce. No, I think that that work is very very important work. <laughs> it was mad rigorous. Mad. But she was over here using brain muscles. No, that's mad important work. We've got to have chicken. We've got to have it. <laughs> right. I don't listen. We got to have chicken. We cannot. You're doing the Lord's work, sis. But, um, but you, to your point, friend, I think I think that is real. And I think that that is a, a, a symptom of the times that we're growing up in Absolutely. because we're so distracted. And there's like it's like we have multiple tabs open in our mind yeah. <laughs> where it's like you have all these programs running at one time. So like that whole reading lines twice thing reading everything twice like I have to kind of get myself together and I feel bad even in praying like I have had to resort not resort to but even when I pray I, I have to have a journal sometimes and like write out my prayers because that keeps me focused because sometimes mm. when I be praying my mind goes to like places of like processing and thinking and like not praying anymore mm. so I have to kind of be into no it's true and I've noticed that and yeah. even with things like Netflix like I'll be watching a series and I'll have to rewind because mm -hmm. you get distracted. <laughs> like, because you start looking do you at your phone. You know what that is to rewind a scene like five times. Because <laughs> yes. yes, I just did it with the handmade tale. I was listening to um, I'm not gonna say the first part, but Peace Theater. <laughs> <laughs> 
Negro Peace Theater. Negro Indian Peace Theater. And I had to rewind your chapter. No, I kid you now, I'm not even exaggerating. When I got to like the seventh rewind, I was like, friend. <laughs> I was like, what is going on with you? Friend, do you know how is many times problem? I had to rewind writing that chapter? <laughs> As I sat there and got distracted, I'm like, okay. Uh, uh, Alicia said, "Woo, what am I doing over here? Like, I get so distracted it's with everything. I like, have to take naps. Like, I stop and take naps at work, as you all can see on social media. <laughs> I do. The multitasking age, which I get because we have to balance so many things, but I am seeing. Mm-mm, it's too much. I'm starting to see, like, what that's turning into. It's too I'm much. not a fan. So I've actually been making more of a point to not multitask as much. Mm. Being like, like my schedule now, I'll pick three or four things per yep. day that need to get done, and I'll give it as much attention as I can. Right? Because having like, you know, 72. all the things, you know, we tend to pack in our mm-hmm. schedules. Yeah, but I don't know if this is old age or a symptom of social media. I think it's Listen, a little bit of both for me. <laughs> I can, almost, I can see, I can. Re- I'm finding myself relating to my boss now because I used to just think she was just, you know older and crazy and just she didn't understand <laughs> but like i'm starting to see even we'll talk about this at the kitchen table but even in like writing certain documents and getting things done at work i have had to become very very careful because the typos and the things oh, are like don't taking over my life because it's <laughs> and it's just not that i am it's not that i'm not doing it but it's just like i'm kind of flying through it and thinking about 40 mm-hmm. other things and right. i have to be very focused like I've gotten to, I can't proofread on the computer anymore. I got to like print stuff out and hold it in my hand and read it and like scratch words <laughs> out with the pen. Like, I'm like, because otherwise, listen, otherwise I'll be out here and y'all know, and I'll be so embarrassed. Like how I'm going to be the teen type of fast girl and all my teeth got typos. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank but you. even with text messages and emails, I've been noticing my typos. I'm like, Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not even just like I spelled it wrong. Whole word missing. <laughs> right. like, like, what were you trying to say? I'm oh, like, oh, oh shit. Whole, like, three words. Yeah. And then the person texts you back, like, I'm not entirely sure what, <laughs> what you were trying, you were trying to, say. to say, but yes. But okay. Like, I think I think I got the yes, gist of it. Seven o'clock. <laughs> Seven oh, o'clock. Man. Oh my gosh. So we've already had like a whole mini episode, but let's get started. <laughs> We have. Let's take out some trash. Yes. Clean up, woman. Clean. Let's get it, Ty. It's time to take out some basura. We don't have. We don't have a lot today. Um, first on the list, there will be a new feature on the iPhone, which will allow up to thirty-two people to FaceTime at what? one time. <laughs> Talk about overload. Why? Talk about overload. First of all, I have hey, 168 unanswered messages in my phone right now. I know I'm in a different age group, Mm-mm. but why would, who, which 32 people? I'm in your age group. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is this for classes? Like, for teachers? <laughs> like, webinars or something. I can't. It has to be. Like, we're going to host iPhone conference calls because... I don't understand how 32 people can do anything at one time. I want to see what that looks like. Is it like 32 little boxes? It looks like the screen? Brady Bunch little yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that's keeps spreading out. That seems like way too That's hard. ugly. It's like a Zoom meeting. Yeah, I don't like that. Y'all know I have my FaceTime disabled because I don't like that. 
Listen, I don't like talking to one person. On <laughs> Listen, Jade is the queen of all FaceTime. Jade is the queen of all FaceTime. I am. I, I, I FaceTime my loved ones. I mean, it is. I'd be like, let me just see your face right quick. Do you do voice notes too? I hate that. Let me tell you like, something. No, me. there's only one person in the world who votes voice notes, and that's Santana. <laughs> Santana loves a voice note. The other day I was out, and I know you're going to hear this. <laughs> the other day I was out, I sent her a message. I was like, I can't hear. You're going to have to text me. She sends me another voice note. I was like, girl, I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be in meetings. I can't answer them. So I don't love voice notes, but they do get a little convenient when you're like cooking oh, no. or you're doing stuff in the kitchen. No, can I can easily that. press it, send a message, but I don't, she's the only person I voice note and that's because she voice notes me. My favorite thing to do is text the person and say, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to voicemails. What I look like listening to a voicemail. I don't listen to voicemail. I haven't listened to a voicemail since 1998. I know I haven't. Let me, I know wait. I haven't. I don't even want to. If I were to look at my phone right now, I'm about to look at my phone. It's probably. I was saying 102. I'm about to look at mine right now. I have. Wait, oh, wait. What date was. The last one? Did I send myself a voicemail? Oh, but you're a recent one. Yeah, yeah I don't listen to them. Yeah. I have voicemails from like 2015. I oh, what's the what's the oldest one? But my mailbox is I full. Don't know. I, do I have yes, your mailbox is full. <laughs> <laughs> I have 193 voicemails on my phone right now. <laughs> 190. I have 172 text messages. Oh, so now that, people get real mad at me with texts. I could not. I could not look at my like. No, I can't look at alerts and see that I have 173 anything. 172 text messages Who are right you ignoring? now. Everybody. I don't know. Why don't like, we pull up your phone? And see <laughs> you everybody. Up. She's ignoring everybody. See, all this holistic stuff y'all be seeing. See, Fran is really a troll. <laughs> really Probably a troll. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway. It's a brick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you send that to Kia? Not yet. Kia. Oh, God. He's gonna die. She's like, why did you send this? This is too much. Next on the trash. Kia's favorite person, Gabrielle Union, oh, see that? And Jessica Alba are going to be in Bad Boys 2. No, thank you. That's that was exactly my reaction when I saw I said Jessica Alba, but she don't even think she's Latina. What? Is she? Yes, oh. ain't she? Yes. Jessica Alba, isn't she Latina? I didn't I didn't know. That's the one, ain't it? What else would she be? Well, she 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 operates as a White woman. White. <laughs> white. As a white woman. Bless her heart. Yeah. Are you guys going to see it? No. I'm not here for it. <laughs> I don't want to see a Mark. I don't want to see. I don't think Martin's getting ready to do anything. I think I, we just, just leave Martin right where he was and enjoy him and appreciate him. And they don't need to ruin the good bad boy. Um, Wait, hold on. Okay. I'm misunderstanding. Legacy. Martin and Will Smith are still in it. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking you mean. But I don't know Gabrielle why they posted. And Jessica are replacing them. Oh my like god, that would be, be terrible. Oh, that, <laughs> that would be awful. That would be terrible. That would be terrible. They're going to be in it, oh, but got you, got but you. I've seen Will Smith and Martin interact with each other and be like Bad Boys Two, but I'm or Bad Boys Three, Four, Three, Three, Three. I'm not Three. I don't want to see it. They just need to leave well enough alone. Just like Jurassic World. Nobody wants to see that. I just don't get 
the money going into reboots when there's so many creatives out there with a I mean, that we even know amongst our friend group. So I can only imagine what's out there in the world of people who have scripts and, you know, like. And, 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 you know, we don't need it. We don't need Bad Boys 3. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here for it. Next, I don't, what would Jessica Alba do? I remember, like, and Gabrielle, you, she, she, she was Martin's sister. Gabrielle Union was she Will Smith? I thought yeah. she was Will Smith's girlfriend. She became Will Smith's girlfriend. Okay, but she's um, Martin's sister. Okay, I totally, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't know what they probably Jessica Alba is probably a love interest. I'm assuming maybe she's a villain. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. Either way. Either way, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'm not going to go pay my good money to see that. I'll wait till it comes to the fire stick. I barely go to the movies. I only go when Jade and Crystal ask me. I know. Like, friend, let's go see Girls Trip. I'm not even Friend, let's go see A Wrinkle in Time. Right. Look, and you were so happy you went and saw that damn oh, movie. Yeah, I cried. I believe you. Cried. Bald. 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 Oh, no. No, it Kids was nice. looking at me like, you okay, man? She's like, yes, I'm okay. <laughs> She's like, I'm ma'am. just unpacking. <laughs> that, that ma'am always takes me. When young people call me ma'am, I'll be like, oh. I know, I hate it. Or miss. Miss. I'm like, shut up. No, I'm no. Like, Wait till y'all have kids. I go to Noah's school and they be like, hi, Noah's mom. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I would All be right. okay with that over ma'am. That- I know, ma'am is old. Oh, ma'am. ma'am is old. When we went to the concert yesterday, we got uh, drinks and Keisha got ID'd and I didn't. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's some cheeks. That's all, sis. It's just I'm a, old. It's just some cheeks. <laughs> That's it. I got carded buying kombucha at Whole Foods. You were by the, the alcoholic one? The girl was like, I'm going to have to see your ID. And I was there like, you're kidding. Like, girl, I'm trying to get my probiotics up. Candles and kombucha. What do you think I'm about to go get? I'm literally about to go get lit. (laughs) The young people drink kombucha to get drunk? I guess so. Yeah, the young people eat Tide Pods. So I don't, (laughs) I don't, I get it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. I do not get no, it. No, I get the carding experience. They're like, we have to try to omit this meth, this meth uh, addiction situation as much as we can. Like, Miss, we're not going to allow you to do that to yourself. If you're not of age. Oh. Kenya's pregnant. So I saw that and I started counting on my fingers because when <laughs> I saw that, when did um? Well, I mean, I guess when did they rap? Because when did they shoot? Don't they shoot the reunion like before, like way before it airs? I don't think so, actually. I thought they did, but I started thinking that I'm thinking that they're shooting stuff closer to like current time now. Okay. Well, I mean, congrats. I know that this is something that she's been wanting for a long time. So, Godspeed. Right. Yes. She's married, right? Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it like that. Her husband, his nose ring. Prominently featured. Oh, he has a nose ring. He has a nose ring. Is it like a stud or a hoop? <laughs> it's a stud. <laughs> Is it like, like a rhinestone or like a, like a flat metal? Oh my god! Jay. I don't feel like it's a flat metal. Wow. I don't feel like it's big. She's- but it is a nose ring because Sheree asked her about it. <laughs> asked him about it. Oh, 
Oh God! Ask him about it, Sheree. Sheree was like, "I like your nose ring," and Kenya was like, "Bitch, <laughs> I like your man's jumpsuit. It's cute." <laughs> That's me all day. Oh, that is cute. That's me all day. I get it from my mother. I remember this one lady told my mother. She was like, "Oh, you gained a little weight." My mom said, "I'm just trying to catch up to you." <gasps> like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do us. That's all I'm saying. And last on the trash, have you been watching the Red Table Talk? I did watch this. I did get caught up on uh, on Jada and Gabby's Come to Jesus. What'd you think? Did we talk? About I watched. That? No, okay. I watched it while I was cleaning my makeup brushes. So <laughs> yeah, that is so. Um, <laughs> that was what you're so you that's just so I was, cute. Sure I was cleaning my makeup brushes I was I just bought the little laptop in the bathroom and was just scrubbing <laughs> so I mean I felt like we didn't get to the meat of the matter I was waiting for them to be like you know I really wasn't fooling with you because of xyz but they kind of talked around their beef right which was a little anticlimactic for me they they never said. Did you watch your friend? Which episode? The one with Gabrielle Union. No, they. I saw the one with the ex-wife. That one was good. Yeah, that, that was one good. was actually that one was actually really good. Me oh, and, that's the one we talked me about. Me and Dustin, mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we love how Willow is so into it. She's like, mm-hmm. mm. She's like yes. yes. Me and Dustin talked about oh, that too because I was like Willow. Willow is low-key a 90-year-old woman. She is. Because she'd be like, like, yes, mom, mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm she like, why is Willow? She'd be scratching the toes up in her shoes. Like, yes. Yeah. Justin and I literally started the friend zone with two minutes of just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Y'all be making I do remember coat. that. And everyone I do remember that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop listening to both the friend zone and the read at work because oh, I'd be at my desk oh in a full God. yell laugh no. and staring all my coworkers. Hey, Fury? Oh doing that accent, I was on the treadmill. I did not. I had to stop. <laughs> I had to press the emergency stop. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> I was not expecting that. The little ad came up, and then he was like, no. "My name, Adonis." Yes. When I really yes, the bread. That's when I really lost it. That's when I really lost it. He was like, off. "No, y'all can get that bread food." And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and then Crystal's lap was what was happening? He was like, no, no. She, was, she was progressively down. <laughs> that moment and another moment, the other moment I put on my snap when Crystal was going off about Roseanne. Yes. And she was like, uh, the, the, all the people, listen to all the people that she doesn't feel bad for. And Fury was in the back like, same, yes. same. Same, same. I was like, why is he singing like this? He was like, same. Why is he singing? I literally stopped the episode and called him and was like, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> You've got me in trouble at work. I'm at the writing retreat and I'm laughing. The people know that I'm not writing. <laughs> I'm glad you being at the writing. Listen, I was at the writing retreat. Like, let me just 
get my work done. Like you really on. thought you was about to get some writing done with three. Oh my Child, god! At the, my shoulders was just bank head bouncing <laughs> in the room. They was like, Takia, what are you doing?" And Kid Fury acted a fool this week, a whole fool in that oh opening. Oh my god! That had you me Yes, if you haven't listened, get your whole life together and, and head on over to the read. Please. But I think that wraps up the trash, right? Yes, that wraps up the trash. All right, welcome to the kitchen table. Um, we are going to... First, again, we want to thank Fran for joining us. We're going to have some fun conversation at the kitchen table this week. Um, and I wanted to talk about feedback. Um, I want to share a quick story about how this week, I had to do my performance evaluation at work, and um, I had all kinds of anxiety about the kind of feedback that I was going to get, and it just kind of put me in the place where I was thinking, like, oh, man, feedback is a necessary thing, but why is this so hard to receive? Um, so I wanted to talk about that at the table today. So I guess I'll start by asking you guys, am I the only one? Do you guys get anxiety or apprehension around getting feedback or criticism for your performance? Ladies first, Fran. Only <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, yeah, of course. I think it's it's normal to, to feel anxiety, especially as creative. Well, not even especially as creatives. Anybody. In general, yeah. Just any output hearing back what people think about it is mm-hmm. always going to feel mm-hmm. a way because people are always going to think different things, whether it's positive, negative, no one's ever going to give you like a hundred percent positive feedback. Very rarely. Right. I mean, it, ha- it probably happens, but yeah, I think anxiety about it is totally normal. I know every time I cook, I get anxiety. Really? Like, Lord Jesus, are they going to like this? Is the consistency going to come out right? Is the flavor going to be okay? People gonna say it's oversalted, it's undersalted, it's to this, it's oh, to that. That's so funny. So you like you're always super critical. I'm always super, super critical of what I cook. Right. Always every single time. Like I'm like, sorry y'all, I put too much vinegar. Sorry, y'all, I put too much salt. And they're like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> every time. But because it be delicious. I do every time I cook. And Tristan of all people, well, we'll get into that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that's 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 amazing. Well, I mean, I think that speaks to like our passions, right? Because we get anxiety or nerves about feedback when it comes to things that we really care about and how we present and represent ourselves in different spaces. But in terms of like different kinds of feedback, anybody have like a story about, um, you know, a time where they got some feedback that put them in their feelings and how did they get out of their feelings? Oh gosh! Probably so many. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, where should I start? Which one should I pick? <laughs> where should I start? You know, and mothering, <laughs> you get it all the time. Oh, I get oh, it from wow. my partner, which is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. you have to get on the same accord. And sometimes, you know, I may discipline differently than he disciplines, and he will be like, "Well, maybe if you do more of this." you know, you'll get a different response out of her because she's totally a daddy's girl. So <laughs> if you do more of this, and so I, yes, I get a lot of feedback when mm. it comes to mothering. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it happens sometimes. I mean, I think for me, the feedback I've 
would say it would be most relevant is with my career where people not so much now but maybe a few years ago people would tell me like um you know if you showed your body more mm-hmm. um, wow you know if you if people would be like yo if you like played up your looks more as far as like doing the beat face and give you know and mm-hmm. giving more looks and really playing that up because mm-hmm. i'm so laid back mm-hmm. um and also, especially when I was on YouTube, like a lot of the executives would be like, if you did more of the like, what's in my bag? And, you mm. know, uh, OTD, like lookbook videos. Yeah. And they were like, play the game. Like you have a look. And they felt that I wasn't utilizing it mm-hmm. as much as I could be to make more money. And, you know, let's be real here. I have a big butt. <laughs> and it's it's trendy right it's a trendy look which is annoying right my shape is trendy and so as people would be frustrated like you know all these layers and this tomboy shit like it's cool it's how you dress but like you could really make a killing right they're like put on some leggings yeah if you were out here you know tooting it up on the sink (laughs) being Noah (laughs) oh my god Not being old. Obviously, there's absolutely nothing wrong with tooting it up on the sink, but I just that's just not what you want to do. I just wasn't doing that. It's right. just a, a matter of I wasn't doing it, and it felt interesting that people were suggesting I do it so that I'd have mm-hmm. bigger numbers. And it's true. I, the funny thing is, when I do post an outfit or my body, the likes are higher, right? You know, but but that's just how it works. As right. opposed to like, you know, oh picture of plants or something or whatever it is i post those are my favorites though (laughs) (laughs) i see friend all the time those plants though do you see how they are like orchestrated by the window (laughs) but you know people will project what they perceive would be a better uh a better trajectory for your path you oh, know absolutely. what I mean? And they'll, and they'll kind of like put that on you. Like, yo, if you did this, you'd make a killing. And it's like, you're right. I probably would. But if I'm not doing that, then it's intentional. You know, like I just, I'm doing what I want to do. I have a story. Yeah. I don't know if I told this. Did I tell the story? I don't care if I say the nigga's name because it don't bother me. Did I tell oh, a story God. about Memphis? Memphis Hits? The one who used to know. Yeah. All right. Y'all want to hear a story about feedback? Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, God. So I used to work at Sony and he also worked at Sony. Um, And, you know, I was, I loved what I was doing. I was working in licensing and strategic marketing. Like music has always been my thing. So I was like, I have found my place. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, well, I have a really good ear. And I was really cool with the A&R department. So everybody in the A&R department was rallying to get me to work for the A&R department. And I was going to be working under him and one other A&R. So I interviewed with the other A&R. He loved me. We already had a good rapport. I interviewed with the president of Jive. He loved me. Everything was great. His assistant, I'm, I still love her. Mim, I interviewed with him. Yes, I don't care about the nigga knowing. Oh, oh God. So he, um, so I interviewed with him and we're laughing and we're kicking and it, and it turns out to be a good interview. Now I'm dressed how I dress. I too dress like a tomboy yeah, or I like, like I, I'm very comfortable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in, in the music industry, you don't have to like put on a suit to go interview. I already worked in the company. So it's kind of like an in-house thing. Yeah. Anyway, I go to his office and we, we, you know, all of that is great. 
when I'm done and a friend of mine knows that I interviewed with him, this nigga gets on Twitter and he starts saying, if you want to work for Memphis, you got to be flyer than Memph. You got to be savvier than Memph. Oh, you got, I mean, oh, hey, this nigga was speaking about himself in the third person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was like, word? Okay. Now, come to find out later on, um, he really didn't, it had nothing to do with me. He just didn't want me to work for him because he did not want to share an assistant with somebody else. So he was he was acting like a child. But... I knew that he did all of that. So I'm like, all right, bet. Never ended up getting the job, which worked out in my favor because they did a huge layoff and that was one of the first departments to go. Oh, wow. But, and this is before all his gun charge stuff, but uh, (laughs) I'm at the elevator one day and he passes by. He's like, oh, what's up, Jay? Good to see you. I like that little feather earring you got in your ear. And I was like, fuck you, nigga. And I got (laughs) on the elevator. (laughs) I'm dead ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was on the 14th floor going down to the 13th and I looked over and I was disgusted. So in other I was like, words, don't give Jason <laughs> of any kind. I'm like, but that brings us to the discussion. Was that feedback or was that criticism? Um, but first, sis, do you have a feedback story? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, Kind of like similar to Fran, recently I've been getting a lot of advice Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, what things I should be doing differently. Yes. um, Kind of promote myself. Yes. Or Mm -hmm. gain, you know, a larger audience or not even as far as like social media is concerned, but even... um, at work. So like in grad like in graduate school, you're in a doctoral program, you're trained to do research. And a lot of times the conventional career choice after you graduate is to go into the faculty, like to get a job as a professor on a campus. Mm-hmm. Now there are other things that you can do, but that is often packaged and presented as kind of like what you should be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have gotten, I mean, and I think they're all well-intentioned people who have my best interests at heart and really believe that I will make a useful contribution to the professoriate. So it's not like shade, but I have been kind of getting a lot of questions around the kind of job that I have now, people kind of pushing, like, when are you going to get on the market to get a faculty job? Um, like, when are you going to get a real job? When are you going to be like a real academic? Um, those kinds of things. And even giving advice, you know, this is what you should be doing. This is the kind of stuff you should put out around this time, because that's when all the jobs are going to be on the market and all that kind of stuff. Um, that kind of situation, people know what you're doing and how I should be using my platform, you know, using the show to kind of promote my work more and all that. So. And these are valid points and, you know, good advice that people raise, I mean, people offer. But like you, Fran, I I feel like I have some clarity about who I am and how I choose to exist. Exactly. In certain spaces. And I happen to believe that the, the nature of the work that I'm doing 
is just as academic and just as scholarly um, and just as impactful and significant than it would be if I were in a different context. So the organization that I work for affords me a platform, a national platform, where I have access to leaders and professors, you know, across the country. And if I were just, you know, assistant professor to here on a campus, I might not have that kind of access. So while I'm not closing the door and saying, you know, I'll never be a professor or I'll never be uh, academic in that way, um, it doesn't make sense for what I want to do, the kind of work that I want to do, the kind of impact that I want to have right now. So, you know, the feedback is helpful, I guess. Um, but at the same time, I'm having to learn to find ways to, I'm going to use one of my grandma's cliches for lack of a better term, but how to eat the meat and spit out the bones. Mm-hmm. Like how, mm-hmm. how to yes. what parts of the advice and feedback and suggestions that people make um, that are useful and relevant to me and my goals, um, but kind of discard or shelve or tuck away <laughs> the advice that's not really useful for me right now. Um, so I wanted to, you know, like you said, just go to the next question in terms of like deciphering feedback from criticism, but also how do you make sure that you don't lose yourself? Like what are some of the things that you're doing or you've been able to do for it to kind of keep you clear about who you are and how you want to exist in your career despite all of the advice and suggestions that people give you? Honestly, I think um, solitude <laughs> to me is like where people gain their streak of genius. The thing about feedback as helpful, like you said, as useful as it can be, it's also people's projections based on their circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? And And not to get all like preachy or whatever, but I'm channeling my trajectory. You know what I mean? I'm going as I go. Like I listen to God, I pray, I'm channeling the next steps. So feedback isn't always useful because even if someone means well, they don't know what I'm channeling. They don't understand the story that's unraveling for me. And so while they might have a picture based on their story or people around them or what they want for me, it can actually be detrimental to plant a ton of seeds, you know what I mean, in my direction, when in reality, all of us, even sitting here, even people listening, we, I'm not following a formula. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you know, people tell me, oh, the next step, you got to do the book and then do this and then do that. And it's like, that's going to happen, I'm sure, because I'm drawn to it. But in my heart right now, I don't feel that. And every step for me has to be felt. That's the only way I can move forward. Like, I'll sit and think, does this feel good? Even with everything I do, that's why I left YouTube, because it didn't feel good anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It didn't feel, I no longer felt connected. Mm -hmm. And every step I take, I'm super mindful of how my body, even like on a physical level, on an emotional level, spiritual level, I pay attention to the subtle energies that Mm -hmm. let me know this is good. You know, this is where you should be. I feel like I'm thriving. I feel that I'm growing. 
And sometimes you can get confused because things can be challenging and you might take that as I shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. But you need to learn to read through what challenges are actually helping you break through to the next step. You know, so there's a lot of deciphering, a lot of processing. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I choose solitude because there is a lot of deciphering and processing that I need to be doing. And I don't really, that's why like feedback is not always my favorite thing. Cause mm-hmm. I, sometimes I'm like, thank you, <laughs> but I'm figuring out what Fran was put here for. Right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have those steps right. because they're not for you. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess my advice would be consider the source always And it's always a case-by-case basis, you know? Like, I have some friends that they give me incredible feedback, and I love them, and I trust them, and I know that if they're giving me feedback, which they rarely do, but if they are, it's always with the best intention at heart. But even that I still take as a grain of salt, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, I, friend is the feedback I need to be listening to. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. It's like, you have to have a a sense of self yeah. because without that you can literally be whatever people, people can choose who you are and that's mm-hmm. a dangerous place to be. Oh, it's so um, dangerous. So dangerous. Because it puts you in a box. It puts you, it, and I know that's also like used so much, but it does put you in a box. Like I'll have people hit me up and say, I think you need to come up with a sample catering menu so that we can just give your information out to people and let them know kind of what you're, what you offer. And I have to let people know that's actually not how I work. You know, I'm not here to make big pans of rice and peas and fish (laughs) and you know what I'm saying? Like broccoli and give it to you because like I could, anybody can do that, but I want to make dishes that people really want to eat. You know, anytime that I've watched any cooking shows, anytime I've, I've read uh, recipes, I've watched videos, whatever, I'm like, I will look for the things that I want to eat. And so I, that's the kind of content that I want to put out. And that's the kind of food that I want to put out. I want to put out things that people truly want to eat, which is why I do consultations this is why I sit down with people. I'm like, what are you like? What are you really like? Are you going for a street food theme? Are you like, a, are you doing that? Are you going for something more elegant? But it's fun to be able to play on those menus on what people want. And I'm, I can't do that when I'm offering you a pan of curry shrimp for $95. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like if you want curry shrimp, then we can talk about curry shrimp, but I'm not just going to offer you six options. And then that's what you have to choose from. That's not how I want to work. And you prefer to flow. And I think absolutely being in flow to me, that is, and and my interpretation of flow is channeling, Mm -hmm. you know, that when I'm in flow, that means that I am completely receptive to the and that I'm supposed to be taking it. Right. And that's why you prefer that than to just create a generic <laughs> list right. that doesn't allow you to channel what what I really yeah, want to do with the evolution of Jade as a chef. Right. <laughs> evolution of Jade as a chef. <laughs> yes, the evolution of that's like the that should be your book. Title. That's going to be my cookbook. The evolution of Jade as a chef, <laughs> dedicated to Franiqua. <laughs> Equal. It's so rigorous. That's the name of the book. That's it. No, but that's so key, right? That's so key because like you you said, 
channeling or being like just like the stop and listen just I guess I keep going back to that point because that really punched me in my face when you said that like solitude and being mm. being comfortable with hearing um you know like being led of yourself being led or being led by what leads you mm-hmm. so a lot I, I remember I don't know where I got it from I probably heard some preacher say it or something but it's like we often pray for God to give us direction, but we don't ever stop and listen or stop and take Hello. it. Hello. <laughs> so, That's really it. So, and you have to, there's something to what I've learned in my own kind of faith walk and growth process is that you have to have that time by yourself so that you can know how God's going to talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the way he talks to you may not be the way he talks to everybody else. And you have to be able to hear him to know, because I like I say now, I only want what God wants for me. Like I appreciate what you think will be helpful or useful or what would take me to the next level, but I don't want anything that's not mine. Thank you. Nothing that's not for Kia. And that's like, exactly word. it. That's exactly, exactly my point. And I, and honestly, as soon as I feel myself asking, because you know we all ask that question of God, what's next? Mm-hmm. And it never fails that when I get to the point where I have to ask what's next mm-hmm. is because I haven't sat still for an answer to come to me. That's it. It's yeah. always correlated. Mm-hmm. It never fails. Right. And so now I've learned like to create that stillness for the answer of what's next to actually come through. That's one thing that I always, I always, like that's the one thing that I had and it, and it, it always came across um, when I was younger as just being stubborn. Um, right, and people take it that way. Oh, all the time. You know what I'm saying? My mother drilled. She was like, yo, you need to go to nursing school. Like, you need to go to nursing school. You're always going to be able to have a job. You're you're going to be able to travel. You can make six figures. You can do this. You're always going to be... My mother also drilled in me and my sister, always be able to take care of yourself. Like, if you want to get married, that's your prerogative, but always be able to take care of yourself. And while... And that's where I took key. That's where key is, you know, grandmother's advice comes in, mm-hmm. eat the meat and spit out the bones. And it's like, I took what my mother said, as far as always wanting to be able to take care of myself, but I can't do that in a way where I'm not feeling fulfilled. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do, it in the way do you want, want me giving you shots? No, <laughs> nobody wants me giving them shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's just- <laughs> I'm like, all right, it's time to take your blood. <laughs> like <laughs> Blood. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, you don't want me giving you, and I don't want to give you shots. So like, we don't need to do this. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I just, anytime anything didn't feel right to me, I couldn't do it. If it wasn't settled in my spirit, I couldn't do it. And people have called that stupid and they've called it all kinds of things, but I've had to listen to myself because I'm the, I'm the only person who has to live with me. You ain't got to live with me forever. I have to live with me. And if I don't like what I'm doing, I'm not going to be a nice person. And I think people don't realize that when they're miserable and unhappy, it stifles them in so many other areas in their life. And it translates in how you communicate with people, and what you do. And so I've always had to listen to that little thing that's like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Or if it is for me, I'm going to go after it. Sometimes you get doubtful, you know what I'm saying? But you know when something is not yours, like you know it in your gut. Yeah, and, I, and it's going to come out anyway. It's like, look at... How many times have we seen, especially with the artists, like singers that we've seen that 
when they first came out, they did what the label told them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then by the sophomore or third album, it's like suddenly this is who I really am, you know what I mean? Right. And, and then they right. go through that thing where their fan base hates them for it because it's not what they used to Pink. be. Like Pink, yeah, you know, when Pink came back. I remember, because she really, like, she was just trying to use us. And it's like, no, girl. No, she just didn't want to do that. And (laughs) she was like, I want to do rock. You know, and so we've seen it so many times. And I think, in my opinion, the true you will come out eventually. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's when you're older and you're looking back like, dang, you know, or younger. So why not do it now? Mm -hmm. You know, why not save yourself? the years of having to look back and feel a way about, you know, the time spent being mm-hmm. somewhere else. Like I, I look now and I'm so thankful. Like I'm like, oh, I'm thankful to be in my thirties absolutely, and to already know this about myself mm-hmm. that like, I am going to do a trajectory my way. And I'm just so glad that I did it now. You know what I mean? And even my mom, she always says it like, Ooh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. you figured it out this young, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, those of you listening, regardless of how old you are, like it's gonna hit you where you're gonna just wake up one day and be like, I I can't not be myself. Right. The sooner right. you step in, the easeful. Like it's just easeful. I just feel so good. You're always gonna feel stifled when you're not being yourself. Yeah. You're never gonna feel content with anything you're doing when you're not being yourself. Yeah, your heart knows it. You you know it. You know right. it. You know what I mean. And a lot of that anxiety that we feel around getting feedback can often be because we are trying to live to standards that are not consistent with who we are. So I don't want to, I don't want to say that, you know, all feedback is bad feedback or, you know, all criticism is, is, um, you know, to break you down. There are people in your life who are sent into your life to kind of cultivate your gifts and build you up. So real friends, people who really care about you are going to have the capacity to check you in a way that doesn't come for your heart. So absolutely. In in instances like in my performance appraisal at work. So my supervisor, you know, I love her. We work very differently. And that sometimes can get in the way of, you know, productivity. And I have to be conscious of myself and and receiving what she says, where I'm like actually receiving it and not just reacting emotionally or getting defensive. Um, Because when I really have a conversation with her, sit down and look at her eyes, I really, I, I know that she is not, coming for me (laughs) like this is not about her trying to break me down um and you know I have to take what she says and put it in the right context because I'm not saying that you know she knows everything but in this instance she knows a lot more about you know certain things and things that I want to know more about so I do have to check myself sometimes and you know think like Okay, like Fran said before, when I consider the source and I consider the track record of our relationship and all of the things that I've learned from her thus far, and no, like she has no reason at this point to throw me under the bus. Right, or, for what? Um, yeah, 
So, I mean, and I have been with her long enough that I feel like I know and I trust her character. Um, so even though she, we could change the way that we speak to each other, but that's a part of our growing process in our relationship. But I think fundamentally at the core, when she does check me about things, they are things, there, there's some validity to some of, some of those things. So it's like, like I was talking about before, the typos, like if she catches certain things, <laughs> she will rag on me. She will rag on me. Um, and it can get like hard to hear, like, all right, girl, I got it. <laughs> but, but when I really think about it and I have a conversation with her, you know, she shares her heart. Like she said to me during the evaluation, like, I'm hard on you because I know that you have so much potential and I don't want people to get hung up on a typo and not like, you know, like people, you don't want people to say like, I don't, Takiya is brilliant, but there's a typo in every email that she sends. So, so, that's something that's going to help me. You know what I'm saying? She's hard on me about certain things. because She's like, I don't want little careless things that you can fix so easily to get in the way of where I see you going. And somebody who says stuff like that to you is not somebody who's really worried. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't think that I can't read or write. She right. knows that the typo is me being careless. Right. So it's about... It to your awareness. It's, it's bringing it to my awareness. And I have to then check myself and not roll my eyes and be like, oh, girl, whatever. But like, <laughs> honestly, I do need to take steps to make sure that things are tighter. Mm-hmm. Right. That's going to make me better in this space. Um, so it is about getting that alone time. It's not only getting clear about who you are and where you're headed, but it's also about doing that personal work of checking yourself and really realizing the areas and the different parts of your life where you do need to grow and get better because adulting is, is a, is about acknowledging the things that you don't do so well. <laughs> Absolutely. And not making and not making excuses for it, right? Absolutely. The, like I'm not gonna make excuses for this. Okay, I own it. I could get better. Um, and then making choices to, you know, move toward that instead of just pout and be like, you a hater. Because sometimes it's not always hate. No, a lot of times it's not always hate. Like you've got the internet, right? That's criticism. That's hate. That's just that's like niggas ain't doing nothing to big you up or make you better. No, not always. No, not all of them. But I'm I, talking about the I raggedy do think ones. You have to, and and obviously this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. There have been people that have given me. Obviously, it was not constructive by any means. <laughs> you know, via Twitter, <laughs> where they'll say something cruel, but in a weird way, I've learned to. Like Kia's grandma said, I can find the gem even in people's cruelty where I'll be like, okay, the delivery might not have been the best, (laughs) but I get why they're saying that. You know what I mean? I get, and I'm able to kind of see both sides sometimes where like, it just, you have to, you have to be able to remove yourself from the emotional aspect of how certain things are delivered Yes, to actually be like, I'm receptive to this. I know why they're saying this. And like Kia said, tweak it if you feel it's useful right. and actually like beneficial to you. So like 
I, my criticism though, is always. different than your criticism. <laughs> no, <laughs> surprise. Like, I get... I get it back. I do get... Like, I've had feedback. Like, I've had somebody who has reached out and they've been like, yo, Jade, um, I love you. I love, you know, I love the shows, blah, 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 blah. Can you not say gypsy? Because oh, it's an offensive yeah, term. Yeah. That's I didn't different. know that. Well, that's different. So I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You saying... you Like, you hipping me to something. Of course. You... You getting on a thread and saying that I sound like I have too much spit in my mouth is not is it's not criticism. It's not feedback. It's just stupid. You motherfucking right. I do have spit in my mouth. I'm talking a lot. <laughs> like, I sound like I. What they say? I sound like I have a jolly rancher stuck in my mouth. <laughs> Jay like, always sound like she got phlegm in her throat. I'm like, well, then stop listening to me, nigga. <laughs> like, so stuff like that. I'm not paying attention to what you got to say, but That's like you funny. both said, I, I I look at the source of where stuff is oh, coming yeah, from. And I thought it was a really good point that we need to make sure that we do more of that. And it might help us to to not be as defensive because it is in, it's instinctual for us to jump up and defend ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. When you think about where stuff is coming from, who it's coming from, and what their intentions are, if we slow down for a second and we think about those things, then it'll help us to better receive what people are saying. And not saying that you have to take everything that people say, like Kia said, but it helps you to be able to really like listen to people. When you sit down and you listen to them, then you're able to hear some things that might be useful, and then maybe some things don't apply to you. Right. And that's why I always say consider the source, too. I remember mm-hmm. there was a young lady... She kind of was on the defensive uh, and went in on me on Twitter about how self-care is a luxury. Mm. And, you know, I don't have kids and, you know, I live alone and I don't have like a a, a vigorous schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's kind of going in and then I, I let her, you know, I'd like let her get it out. because <laughs> Clearly she really wanted to. And right. then I responded and I said, what part of self-care is a luxury. Are you referring to like when people are saying like, get this bath bomb that's like $40 from Lush. Like I don't even, when I speak of self-care, I very rarely speak of it in a material sense. Right. I'm like, so is it a luxury of time or a luxury of money? Because all I'm telling people is to be okay with being more selfish. And that is, I think uh, an aspect of ourselves that people are afraid to admit yeah. like we have the right i have the right to be selfish Absolutely. even the word has a negative connotation you know and then she emailed me later funny thing she ended up coming to my wellness retreat this year which was awesome that's awesome but she emailed me later and said she realized how she had completely projected mm-hmm. you know this like because i'm young and i have like this creative life and she sees my apartment and you know she's like i'm thinking you're like living glam and i'm like yeah but it took me a lot of steps to get mm-hmm. to this level of peace. You know, like I wasn't born where I'm just like, la 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 in my house playing with plants. Like right. <laughs> it was putting myself first that allowed me to get to this point. And we had an amazing conversation because nice. I didn't allow my emotional body to take over from right. how she was coming at me. I was able to be like, let me consider why she's coming at me this way. Granted, we can't do that for everybody on the internet because we'd be exhausted. Right. <laughs> or even just in life. Right. But it has been a technique that has been really useful to me is to not always react. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just kind of being like, 
how can we connect with what you're saying, whether it's cruel or I can tell mm-hmm. you being defensive because maybe you've misunderstanding. Right. You know what I mean? There's just, oh, I always consider the source. Yeah. It's and when you're getting it all the time, it's easy to get, def- it's easy to get more and more defensive because oh, well, yeah, you're getting it all the time. Of course. But that, it's good to sit back and it's good to take a, take a seat back and really listen to what people are saying. It's ninja training. Yeah. It's ninja training because it's only going to get heavier and heavier. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So your brain and the more work you put out there and people are going to have more opinions they have the right to their opinions mm-hmm. and so you have to learn how to take it all in but not let it affect you on a level where you're no longer able to create absolutely that's actually what what i will give people the biggest advice i've messed up my music career because i didn't understand how to process feedback and mm-hmm. and the men unfortunately in my life that were telling me, I remember there was an executive that was like, women have to want to be you and men have to want to fuck you. And he was like, if you don't play into those two keys, then you're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even listening to the music. He was more concerned that my jeans were baggy (laughs) and that I had a fat ass and wasn't showing it. It wasn't going to make him money. And, you know, and I kept getting sexualized and hypersexualized and the conversation with producers always went back to sex and body and this and that to the point that I like just backed off. Right. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you can get run off if you don't know how to process feedback. And that's another important aspect too, is if you are getting tons of it, what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. You know, especially if it's going against what you feel is right, but everyone else doesn't agree. Right. How do you process that? Oh, that's like a good segue. Well, I guess I guess one of the things um I guess that'll be a good way to kind of close the segment is that when you think about the definition of feedback, um, you know, you get the 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 word in the sense of what we're talking about in terms of people giving you criticism or responding to your behavior or your performance in certain in, in some kind of way. But if we think about feedback in the sense of like microphone feedback, it's really what happens when you get too much noise, like when, mm-hmm. when it's too loud and it's too, it's too much for the signal. So like it, it, it actually is like feedback, microphone feedback. I, I Googled it. It was like when the output is so loud and so constant that it, actually goes back into the input like it messes up the loop and dissonance is the result so like it's it's really all about like getting silent it's really the answer to you know feedback overload and think about it how do you fix feedback on the mic you step back Mm -hmm. you literally have to take away and take away distractions you gotta move move. you do Awesome. Yay. <laughs> okay. Feedback, so feedback. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that was our kitchen table. I thought it would see it's just so cool. We just I just love it. We needed to talk about these things. Important. I know I did. It's yeah. important. Get this perspective. Um, especially because as you like like Fran said, ninja training. The older we get, the harder we work the more doors are going to open um, and you have to be able to manage where you are now, learn how to manage where you are now so that when more blessings, more opportunities, more favor comes, 
you'll be in a position where you can handle it. Amen. And so, um, and the thing about solitude, just on the last point, that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I thought, oh, I have to be by myself so that like I can stay healthy and I can cultivate the environment that's going to make you know the best version of Fran. But what I'm learning now at this age is that the solitude is actually more so in preparation for being around people. Mm, right. <laughs> like that's right. the most important. So now I'm actually looking forward to collaborating, looking forward to working with other people and creating and, you know, stepping into different ventures because I'm so comfortable mm-hmm. and solid with who Fran is that mm-hmm. I can now be of service to the world in a way yeah. healthier. Ooh, come on. Yeah. Point. Like it's, I'm like, I'm just healthier. I'm able to receive mm-hmm. feedback better. I'm able to give it like, I just feel healthier. I feel like it's all going to come from the right place when it comes from me. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm, I'm excited to partake in the world because I gave myself that solitude so Frank can create her energy signature, which now I can like bestow on the world. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that and translates that to everything, right? Yeah. That translates to everything. Not only your professional life, your personal life, but like thinking about like relationships. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I was talking to my therapist. I was talking to my therapist about all the problematic advice that single oh, women get <laughs> about like how you know all the things that you need to do about you and the things that you need to change and and uh, and do about like change about yourself in order to be ready uh, to receive the, this perfect relationship that's floating out there in the ether waiting for you to get your life together. Right. Um, oh, that's God. just how. You don't really think about it, I mean, even especially at church. But like you, people tell you especially all the messages and how how damaging that really is, and what it really does is that it sets you up to think that all these things are wrong with you, right? Right. So you you get yourself situated and serious about the business of changing all these things about yourself instead of embracing and learning and getting to know who you are, such that you'll be able to attract and sustain relationships with the people that compliment you. Not not people who who uh, fall in love with this false sense of the person that you created because you thought that's who you had to be. Mm-hmm. It's true. To be all in partnership. Wrong people because you're doing all the wrong things. What do you exactly. expect? <laughs> it happens married too. Like and I think I got married at a I'm in a really fun um age bracket where I had advice from a whole bunch of older women. And then you have a bunch of like really millennial feminists who give their advice as well. So it's very much like you need to fix your husband's plate. And maybe you have too many jobs right now. You're just doing too many things. And then you got the other ones over here. What you changing your last name for? I'll never change my last name. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Hold on a second here. And that's where I had to take certain things and look at different people who had successful relationships. But maybe there are certain things within those relationships that I found have not worked over time. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they work for you, but they're not going to work for me. Right. So, you know, I take some of it and then some of it ain't for me over Mm -hmm. here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we have our separate bank accounts. We have our separate things going on. But yes, I did change my last name. You know what I mean? So right. it's like... Well, it has to work for you. It has to work for me. And and I think that that just needs to be for everybody, for everything. For everything. Personal, career, 
spiritual, everything. It needs to be for you and nobody else. Mm -hmm. Not a partner, not a mama, not a sister. It needs to be for yourself. Indeed. Hey, girlies. The summer we've been waiting for is right around the corner, and our friends at Ulta Beauty wanted to share the following skincare must-haves. Starting off with Beauty Stack Cosmetics Universal C Skin Refiner, which is the world's first 20% vitamin C serum containing stabilized L-ascorbic acid, the purest form of vitamin C if you didn't know. This skin refiner boosts collagen production to tighten and firm skin, reducing lines and wrinkles while shrinking large pores. If that doesn't sound like a prayer, your next summer must-have is Rosen Super Smoothie Cleanser. This cleanser is a slightly exfoliating face wash to help smooth textured skin by removing dead skin and its exfoliating properties help to remove current dark spots from past breakouts. Lastly, don't forget to protect your beautiful skin with Black Girl Sunscreen Moisturizing Sunscreen Lotion with SPF 30. Made for melanated skin and protects against harmful UVA and AMP UVB rays using a signature sheer formula. So you're not out here looking like you rolled around in a vat of all-purpose flour. Also doubling as a moisturizing lotion and lightweight base for all-over protection. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Ulta Beauty today and shop in store or online for all your summer skincare essentials. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Time for the petty peeves. You know, my favorite petty peeves are always cab related. <laughs> really? <laughs> they always, it's always a cab driver. <laughs> always a cab driver what, what bike did you pick this week i have learned okay i have heard the feedback and the criticism from both my body oh my god and my loved ones and so Listen. i will not be kicking any more bikes but thank god and i like okay so this week in my cab um my cab confessions i was waiting for an uber lyft juno one of those and um, so the cab driver said, you know, the thing says he's eight minutes away. Well, I see him crawling. I'm like, traffic must be terrible, but it's flowing on my street. So I'm not understanding what's happening. It takes him 15 minutes to get to me. So I'm already irritated. Don't say anything. I get in the, I look for him. Excuse me. This is where it all starts. I look for him because it says he's there for like a minute. So I, I hit him up. I said, sir, where, where are you? It says you've been here for a minute, but I don't see you. Do you see the flashing lights? This man was down the street and across the block, like across the street and down the block, like in the middle of the block. So I'm like, all right, that's not the address that I put in, but okay. So I walk over, I get in the cab and I said to him, I was like, this is not the address that I put in at all. Like it's not even close to it. I hate when they do that. And I had catering stuff in my hand. Oh no. Yeah. Like I had like racks and like sternos and shit. So I'm like, that, this is not where I put so the first thing he says to me when I said that to him was, don't bang my door mm. next time you get in my cab. What? I said, you didn't even acknowledge what I just said. I said, you know what? Let's not even do this. Take me to where I'm going in silence. I was like, don't talk to me. I won't talk to you. Let's just, let's just, let's just get there. It's That's 10 minutes it. away. That's it. <laughs> so he tells me, I'm not taking you anywhere. Get out of my cab. What? What? <laughs> 
I said, you hate women. Okay, cool. (laughs) So I figured it out. I was like, oh, you just hate women. Cool. I said, no problem. I'm going to get out of your cab. I was like, I don't want your energy on me for the rest of the day. Cancel my ride. I'll get out. Yo, what's your Uber rating? It's actually like a four and a half. (laughs) Because I don't believe it. I have multiple pleasant experiences in Mm -hmm. Cali. I have so many pleasant experiences, but there's always one asshole who wants to try me. So he's like, I'm not canceling. You cancel. Oh, no. I was like, oh, you bugging. Absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not canceling anything. And I'm not getting out until you cancel my ride. So he doesn't want me sitting in his cab. He hates me. So he cancels <laughs> the ride. I said, all right, bet. Now I'll get out. And I got out and I didn't close the door. And I walked <gasps> back to my house. Jay, you are, <laughs> you are so cool. I am. <laughs> Every time a cat, like, I don't, I won't close your door. If you oh, piss me off, I'm not closing it. I'm going to make you get out. I don't That's care where we are. <laughs> so. Get out and walk around. <laughs> and then they'd be looking at me crazy because they don't know what I'm getting ready to do. Like, why didn't this bitch close the door? Right. I'm like, because you don't, I want you to stay on your toes. <laughs> hilarious so yeah i got out and then the next cab i called it and the cab driver drives past me and cancels the ride because that was his cousin no it was a different ethnicity So he, can't he probably put an APB out. Right? Like, Jordan he probably was like, <laughs> he was like, nope, he this one, me. don't do it. Don't do it. But I got my third one was a charm. He was pleasant. He was wonderful. <laughs> but I was so irritated. So that's my petty peeve this week, that nigga. And I sent a very white woman email oh, God. to the oh, cat I said, if you like I use every day. I sure am. You strongly sure. worded email. explain something to you. Strongly. White women write strongly. letters for the smallest things. Like, they write letters for everything. How come my black ass can't reap the benefits when you screw me over? <laughs> Jade is I know, that's her. team typing vigor. <laughs> that's on her. Team typing, team typing furiously. It's like her, it's like I said, her, uh, it's like her fingers got tins on them. <laughs> <laughs> She had me talking one day, and I didn't even see that tweet for days oh, until somebody okay. retweeted it again. And I was like, Tim's on my fingers, kid. Tim's, Tim's. She got still Tim's on her fingertips. Just ga 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 You damn right. You damn right. We out here. What's your petty beef? All right, so I had the blessed privilege and honor to go see Anita Baker in concert Ooh, last night. Oh, I'm so jealous. I had that in my calendar, and I was like, which one Same. of y'all put this in my calendar? <laughs> <laughs> it literally Cure popped Dustin. up, and it said next thing. You know how Chelsea, like, the next thing is in calendar? Yes. It said Anita Baker concert in DC. <laughs> I was like, okay, I know I didn't put this in <laughs> let me check my let me check my ticket master Did I, ticket? I was supposed to be there you were there Ugh. so yes I was at the concert Anita Baker is flawless Ugh. if you have the opportunity to go see her I'm trying to see her again before this tour is over because wow. I I just will never be the same because Fran you, you will appreciate this I said this on my Insta stories Anita Baker um, I think the Rapture album came out in like 1986 or something like that. I don't know, but it was, you know, upwards of like 30 years ago. <laughs> so Anita Baker t- today is singing songs in the original key live. Wow. Oh. Like she was sing, she sung every song 
in its original key live and sounded like it was a little engineer in her throat mastering. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what kind of alien is this? Like this woman? Wow! This woman is actually a machine. I've never heard anything like it. And um, giving you the best that I got, I would venture to say, just because I'm, you know, crazy. But my friend Gerard, shout out to Gerard, who was with me, uh, he confirmed because we're both like musical geeks. But giving you the best I got, I believe that the band actually started playing the song in a key that's a half a step higher than the original. <gasps> because, because, and Anita was like, like, as the song was starting, she did look like, and she asked the MD, she was like, is this in the right key? <laughs> and he nodded. He nodded, but I was like, it's not. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. So I was just like, oh my God, it's higher. So I'm thinking, and um, giving you the best I got, got some big notes, like some long, like some sustained high notes. And I'm sitting there like, oh God, like, but now this is a higher key. But Anita rose to the occasion. Wow. And was just singing her face. So I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I just have so much more respect. (laughs) No, I mean, don't quote me. I hope, I hope I don't. I don't know. It was just me, but I was just kind of like in my head, like, I don't think this is right. And then Gerard was like, it's not right. And I was like, oh God, thank you. Because I didn't want to mess but that's not my petty peeve. My petty peeve was for the people who were seated behind me, who sent word, who sent word. They sent some person, wasn't an usher or anybody that worked there, but just another person in the seat sent word over to like me and Keisha and this other guy that was sitting next to us that was like, can y'all sit down? And what? I was like, no. At a concert. At a concert. And I'm just like, I paid $160. If I want to stand on this seat, I'm a standing on this seat. I want you to know. Word. And there's no and ain't nobody gonna move me. You understand? <laughs> so that was my petty peeve. For the people like like I paid the money to go to the concert. It is my choice to do what I want to do like if it's not against the law or illegal or putting anybody in danger if I want to stand up for all 12 of these songs that's my business that's what I'm gonna do. don't ask me why don't you not standing up move. this is Anita Baker exactly why are you not I'm standing like, up you lazy don't hear Anita Baker first of all Regina Bell and Anita Baker song saw. you bring me joy Unrehearsed, unrehearsed, Jade. I was like standing on my head by the end of the song. I couldn't even. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else. Like I couldn't. I was like, I, I was crying. I was. It was just an emotional mess. I didn't know how to deal because music, like good singing, like good live music, it does something to my spirit. Like I couldn't even. I was like, you really here oh. Like they sung it live, unrehearsed. I'm the band didn't rehearse it. The background singers, wow. they had never oh ran God. it before. Wow. Everybody was just going off the cuff. Wow. So like, and it was perfect. Oh. So I'm like, Anita Baker and Regina Bell are singing unrehearsed and you want me to sit down? You're Absolutely out of your mind. Not. <laughs> you're out of your mind. <laughs> you're disrespectful. I can't no. believe that you're not standing. How are you not standing? <laughs> Anita Baker has been singing for 40 years and she still sounds like she did. 40 years ago, and you're sitting down? <laughs> you're disrespectful. Like, I'm going to get the usher. <laughs> I'm going to get Exactly. Like, I'm about to get you thrown out of here. 
They don't exactly. call it when they see it. Okay. Exactly. Give it, she's giving was, them the best that she got. Exactly. And you don't appreciate. <laughs> Anita Baker is out here in her finest kitten heels, giving you people a show. <laughs> and y'all gonna sit down in your seat? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but yes, that's my petty peeve. Be at the concert. Don't ask me to do nothing at the concert because I'm not working for you. That's real. That's, that's real. real. With love so strong. It was so perfect. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yes! Walter! <laughs> JB Listen. <laughs> Listen, do yourself the favor. And go Google Walter the Singing Dog and and thank you and thank me later. Walter is a vocalist. He is. Y'all are mad. Fred, do you have a petty peeve? I do have a petty peeve. Yay. I have a gentrification petty peeve. Oh, yeah. I forgot to come with a deep one. It's not deep. That's not petty. Not deep. Not deep at all. Why are you moving to Harlem Mm. if you don't feel comfortable around black people? Oh, I thought it was going to stop with why are you moving to Harlem? Because I was about to be like, yes. Yes. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, period. (laughs) Question mark. That's it. It ain't those questions. That's it. Like, there's so many white folks in my building that you can tell are nervous mm. around us. Mm. And, you know, especially at night, if we're coming from the train, walking, you know, to the building, mm. and you're anxious, and you look anxious, you're giving off mm. anxious energy, mm. I don't understand the thought process of moving to a place where I'm anxious about walking home. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? That makes perfect no, sense. It makes, no, I mean, I don't... No. Oh, what you're saying, yes, but not then. No, okay. yeah. And then, yes. you know, and then because they're choosing to do that, it puts us in weird positions where we're getting the police called on us for mm. everything because mm. they're in a constant state of anxiousness. I saw and my it's first just, white neighbor. Yeah, and it's... Uh-oh, it's a wrap. Hey, what? I tweeted it. <laughs> it's I a wrap. I said it's starting. It's a wrap. Because oh, now my oh, building... God. You know, and, and you know what I have to say? It is a pet peeve because... I've been living where I'm at for many years mm-hmm. and that building is nice. You see my building, like it's nice. It's mm-hmm. a nice building. It's a nice complex, but it's an old building. Mm-hmm. And now because mm-hmm. of gentrification, they've redone the lobby. We have mm-hmm. um, a, a package room now where packages, oh. I know because packages back in my day were being stolen, but now we have a room right. where there's an actual locker mm-hmm. and your packages will be in there you know, under your name. Mm-hmm. So you never have to worry about, you know, maybe having someone sign it off for you or waiting for a package or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just right. kind of sad that those changes that are really nice and convenient and catered to our community yeah. didn't happen until mm-hmm. that community chose to give our neighborhood and building value. And that's, right. you know, that sucks. Man. It does. It's, insulting. it's, hurt, it's hurtful. It's because, insulting. Yeah, it's hurtful how everything is being done. The train station. And it's just like, oh, now it's worthy of yeah. being yeah. in better condition. Because they're here. And it's infuriating mm-hmm. because yeah. I know in my building, I had a, uh, I had a, a resident, like I was, it was late one night. I was doing laundry in the laundry room, and and, and I've noticed, and I've noticed a lot. this a like, lot. Like I see, 
I've been living in the same building since I moved here, so six mm. years. Yeah, so, when you come across like white people in the building, it's like they ask you questions like, "Did you just move here?" or "What are you doing here?" This one lady in the laundry room was like asking me if I live here. It's like, no, I don't live here, but I'm here doing laundry at midnight. What the hell? Right. What kind of question? And why are you? Really, see, you're really, really, I, I wouldn't. I would have been like, who? It, like, so there must be I'm somebody saying. behind me. You're not asking me that stupid ass question. Why are you asking questions? Number one, and it, it really makes me mad because I'm like, you know how much money I pay to live here? You don't. You don't get to ask me no you questions. Know, right. Hello, please. I, I don't don't be here, just like you. My rent check clears just like yours. So don't ask me nothing. Don't ask me. I said, don't ask me my name. Don't ask me nothing. And y'all know I travel a lot because I have the two tours happening. Mm -hmm. Do you know Mm -hmm. one of my neighbors asked me? She was like, You must be a flight attendant. And I and I was so like confused. Like you don't even know. Like, you know, you're why are you watching me like that? Don't even ask me questions about why I'm traveling. Like it was very, you know, like So now I know you watching me. Yeah. Nah. She's like, like, you must be a travel. You'd be like, actually, no, I'm a person who minds their business, but you have a good day. (laughs) You must be in my business. (laughs) And you have not been invited there. So you must be leaving. (laughs) You must be on your way. I've never seen her in the the hallway when I'm coming in and out with my suitcases. So I'm like, what? Is she like looking out the window when I'm leaving the building? Yeah, like, you know, I just that that's what I'm saying about people being on high alert mm-hmm. when they're in a neighborhood they don't feel safe in. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm like, well, then why move here? Right. Why move so here? So that's not petty. That ain't petty at all. That is valid. <laughs> <laughs> valid. That's a valid, very valid concern. <laughs> Thank you, friend, for Thank joining you. us. Oh, my God. We have We've been trying so to get Fran for so long. Fran was actually supposed to be a part of the live show. I know. But you know, she got wellness tour things. I know, I'm missing everything. Mm-hmm. And getting grown is going to be the guest on the friend zone. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mashup episode, which is going to be hilarious. Yes. That's going to be oh so. Oh that's that's going to be a mess. That's going to be a mess. There will be no wellness. <laughs> yeah, no kitchen. It'll be like kitchen episode. table wellness mess. No, it'll, be, it'll be nothing but. <laughs> It's going to be four hours because it's going to take us two hours to get ourselves together. Oh we are not because we're childish and we don't get anything done. It took a, This is a two-hour episode. Yes. And Dustin and Asante are not here. <laughs> <laughs> you should have... I went up to Dustin's job the other day and we were cutting... I was up there for I hours. saw you on his Insta story. Oh, yeah. Dustin works for one of my clients. So <laughs> um, my company's client, Dustin works for them. And so it works out when my company has meetings. I'm like, well, I'm going to go visit my brother. <laughs> and I go in there and we act a nigga ass mess. Yeah, I, 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 you oh, my God. Oh my, that should have been my goddamn petty peeve. I'm so, oh, God. <laughs> This nasty. We'll creature. save it. I will. You know what? You're right. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save next it. Week. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me to that. It happened. His job. Put a pin in it. And we both gave him a disgusted look. Oh, anyway, doesn't complain to security. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> do like friends, neighbors don't, and mind your business. <laughs> uh huh. Go ahead. Sis. Moisturize your skin. <laughs> they don't do that either. And, uh, <laughs> Yes, indeed. And stay hydrated because your black will crack if it's dry. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. I love you guys. Bye.